The Bostonian versus the book is being brought to you by our friends at MalinLabeCigars.com. Malinlabe cigars are premium cigars. Each cigar is a true Puro, 100% organic Cuban leaf binder and filler cigar with a 15 Habano wrapper. These cigars are always produced in small batches, and once they are gone, they're gone. Right now, as an introductory offer to the brigade, Malinlabe has a four-pack cigar sampler assortment on sale for just $75. All four are premium cigars that are sure to define the luxury experience you would come to expect. Malinlabe also offers for single barrel bourbon maple whiskey and amazing coffee that can be combined to make a wonderful gift box if a brigade member buys a set cigars, coffee, and whiskey. Mall and Labe will include whiskey glasses, coffee mugs, and a decorative ashtray to complete the experience. Log on to mallandlabecigars.com. That's M-O-L-O-N-L-A-B-E cigars.com. Or check out the link on the BVB Discord channel at bvbshow.com. Mall and Labe Cigars, the premium cigar for those with discerning tastes. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news. Matt and Dave's daily picks and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. What is up, everybody? Welcome into a Monday episode of the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sherapan, Matt Peralt back. In our normal confines, not at the pool, not at Stadium Swim, but unfortunately, Dave, it's just me and you today. We don't have our background audience like we had last week. Happy Monday. How are you? Happy Monday to you, too, as well, and to everyone here watching the show. Um, I'm tired. I don't know about you. I'm a little tired. I got. I, I had to put the, the eye drops in. It's a little cloudy outside. It's a little cool here in Vegas. Cool. We had perfect cool. weather. We did. While everybody was here, all of a sudden, we have like San Diego weather here. Yep. And it's incredible. But I'm hyped up for the show today, man. Oh. That, I mean, you talk about energy. You talk about excitement. You talk about things happening. I don't know, man. I mean, I just don't know. A lot of excitement, a lot of energy in the wake of the shows on Thursday and Friday. You guys did showed you fire up. fired show, by the way? It still says waiting on the YouTube Still says waiting. Interesting. Okay. Just, yeah. It just clicked in. It says that we're live. Okay. Should be live now. It says wait. So they're, yeah. So they just joined in. Yeah, Hi, we guys. Missed, we missed the opening again. Sorry. It's just the delay on the, on the stream yard into, into it, into an, it, it's on opening. stream. Yard. So you guys right. in sports grid, you guys don't know what we're talking about. Just the YouTube live just got right. a little delayed on firing. Twitter was live though. So you, everybody was watching on Twitter. They missed the opening though. The people love to pay that man his money. Yes, they do, but they can watch it on replay if they need, really need it badly. They can go watch it on replay on, on our YouTube channel at Boston gotta, versus the Book. Yeah, when I if you're desperate you for it, fire that YouTube. I don't mean it to just jag you. I mean we got to hit it. I don't fire it. Oh, I thought you hit start. Stream. I hit start. I hit start with 14 seconds to go on the counter. Gotcha. Just takes time for it to recycle and get it right, everywhere through, and then it fires. I ain't worried so, about it. We're, we're here up. now. We're good. We're running. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Tell the people what we got in store here for today. Yeah, we're good. So. I mean, in the wake of what happened on Thursday and Friday, the, the words tired, definitely, yes. I was exhausted yesterday. 
My legs were shot yesterday. I couldn't work out the way I normally went for the hard 75. And it was just one of those like recovery type of days. I spent the majority of the day on the couch. I slept for like two hours in the middle of the afternoon. I was just absolutely burned because of what happened on Thursday and Friday and just Mm. the amount of just emotional energy we spent, let alone physical energy that we spent. It was just, it was really a cup is full type of 48 hours. That's that's exactly driving home Friday night. That's all I could think, you know, and then we did it again Saturday. I got the boys to the airport, yeah. uh, you know, Jay Dow, Mikey Awesome. And Mikey, don't worry, I'm going to go pick up your thing today. Mikey Awesome left something in Vegas. Oh, no. Um, but the D has it. Good. Uh, okay. Security found it. So, yeah, I mean, he was all dressed up Vegas-like in that flamingo outfit. You remember? Oh, yeah, he, so he, had double. He, he had two different outfits going Thursday yeah, he, and Friday. He left the flamingo outfit. So oh. I'm going to go pick up the flamingo outfit and get that to Mikey also. Nice. Okay. I don't know. What else did people leave here this weekend? Like, there was a, people, a lot of people <laughs> left. I mean... I said it. I don't know. What stays in Vegas, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. That was an old thing that was said. No longer. Yeah. (laughs) Doesn't Um, social media ended that (laughs) campaign. Right. But I mean, I said it in a tweet and I meant it. Like we had a lot of people come as strangers, you know, just screen names and had never met before and left with stories. um, I would say as friends. Um, the time we spent together, I mean, we did a dinner mm. where, we, you know, there was 10 of us sitting at a table kind of hanging out. We watched the game Friday night together, the basketball game in the book. You know, we had two full rows set up watching a game and commiserating between timeouts. And what do you think of this? And what do you think of that? Um, man, it was great. It was just it was great. I, yeah, I, I don't lunch even with, know what we had lunch with Bravo camp on Saturday, which was a lot of fun to catch up with him and yeah. talk about what's going on in his life and things are going on in, in, in Iowa. And it was, it was cool. I mean, guys, you know, when we talk about this a lot about, you know, how important these moments are for us, there's it, a lot of behind the scenes stuff, but just know that people really did pay attention to what we were doing and people really mm-hmm. did. Went, I mean, we've already had conversations this morning <laughs> for meetings going forward for us to do this again. The uh, people who watch the show, when we say that the books and the properties and people watch the show, we're not kidding. They do. And when they see it, they go, what the hell just happened? Wait, what yeah. did you guys just do? Because yeah. there were major market radio stations all over us. They were to the left, to the right, up and down that row of cabanas. Yeah. Nobody had anybody. <laughs> we had double digit worth of people flying in to be a part of it. And they want to do it again. East Coast places want to do it again. West Coast places want to do it for here. So wow. tuned. we've got a lot of really cool things coming. But in case you missed what it was like to be with us for those two days, we didn't ask for this to be done, by the way. This is Will, a producer of Sports Grid, who just this morning sent us this video of what we did. And he actually left a swear word in. So I don't know if we're allowed to swear on sports grid these days or what, but he left it in. Well, he's obviously watching the show and cutting it out. So yeah. we appreciate will and um, boys and girls. It's about a little over three minutes in total. I think um, it's worth it though. It's worth playing it. It's a little long, but it's worth playing it. It's a little long and you can see some people that, you know, from screen names in the chat, pay attention. It's a lot of fun. This is 
Thursday and Friday, what we just did here in Las Vegas. Welcome to a very special edition of the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sheriff and Matt Peralt and the brigade is here. This is a little bit crazy anytime guys like you show up. No, I'm good. Those are those are a little gaudy for me. All right. yeah. The so ones that are really mean uh, fans, I would say the Ravens. Whoa. I've had a few Ravens fans. The worst. <laughs> Jeff Benning just made a bucket hat. Look at this. He made a BVB bucket hat. Look at this. <laughs> oh, oh, this is tighten that up. What is this? Is unbelievable. That is nice. Well, what, Sorry, you, what, what, what did you bring us? Yeah, you get this. Look at that camera right there. Sit down. Come that's, on in. That's Sydney. We got our second degree when we were 19. What? Yeah. You have whoa, whoa, whoa. two degrees? You're burying the lead. You get your second degree at 19? What? Yeah, and now I'm working on my third for nursing. Are you really? Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. So, I mean, I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> I got to be perfectly honest. I did not see that one coming. It's only three and a half. I know it's, it's only three and a half. Right? It's right there oh, behind us. Up. I can, tell you, I can tell you who the better basketball team is. Yes. Well, that we know. Yeah, that it's we know. Denver. Yes. Oh, hands down. You're looking at the first ever customer of the Brigade Bro- Proxy Service. Right. It's nothing new. It's not no. It's not like we're reinventing the wheel. No. I mean, proxies have been have been signing up for football contests for, I don't know, 25, Easy. 30 years. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So, so this is this is a legal, um, but I, I understand for a lot of people that like, oh, okay, then can I have a proxy? I want to make a couple bets. Like no, 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 yeah. no, 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 we're not doing that. Right. No one's doing that. There's not a single fucking person in any one of these cabanas, not one, but ours, not one. We this this is a show that we concocted two years ago, three years ago. We concocted this, and we have a full fucking cabana of people being. I mean, this for is two not, days. This is not normal. This is something different. I mean, yeah, this is neat. I can't. This is neat. The fact that you guys have a proxy service now. Yep. I Get mean, involved, baby. Tell, tell everybody you know. To the moon. It's about <laughs> about the love and about yeah. the the camaraderie. About everybody here has a story. I mean, if you look around this True. cabana right now, yep. we know that every there's so many different age groups here and so many different lifestyles. Yeah. It's just amazing that these people come together for the love of what you guys do. Many times have the Pirates and the Steelers broken our hearts. Well, along with the Penguins, um, a lot. I a love lot. this, but this is not funny. <laughs> this is awesome. No, it Imagine. is funny. This it's is not a- funny. It is funny. It's awesome. No, it's not. So in town from Denver, Dallas. You flew in Dallas. Oh, Denver. you moved. I live. <laughs> what the hell happened? Long I thought story. you were in Denver. Back All right, yeah. just tell me yeah, where you came here from. Yeah, Dallas. I live in Dallas. When the home team goes on the road. Uh, up to zero. Yeah. Historically, that team is 0-9 straight up, 7-1-1 one one to the over. Don't be a bum. Hit the thumb. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Subscribe, like, join us. For the Bostonian versus the book. Eric Ray. That was awesome. What? Awesome. Just Will, Sports Grid, awesome. Just oh. awesome. Oh. Only word I can use to describe that. Such a cool look back at I, I what was a very memorable 48 hours. People are actually on Twitter, Dave, are asking for that bucket hat. 
we we have a market for those bucket hats. Well, we got yeah, we got to figure that. That's our next uh, <laughs> endeavor here in the next soon. I mean, because yeah. it was a success. A lot of people took it upon themselves, designed their own hats. Couldn't I believe mean, it. Mikey designed one for for little Mikey Awesome, and and um, Chef Benny got these done, and. Uh, Aveta did this tremendous oh pink like trucker Hers hat is. with gray, and I mean Rommel Camp did one with the bend and and a flex fit with the with the blue and so, I mean, like the imagination was great. And I mean, I, I mean, I'll give it. I mean, people need to understand something because when we first got that logo. I didn't see that. You saw that from the very beginning when the logo came out. The original logo is behind me. That's yeah. the that's the OG. That's what was what we yeah. what we created. Basically, light blue, green, red, and black. Those are the colors. And I remember you saying to me, "We can change the colors of this logo to do different sports teams." And I was like, "Whoa, wait a minute!" You're like, "Yeah, like why? Like why can't we just keep the same font and just change it out every time to fit whatever outfit?" And I was like, "You're on to something." I'm not sure even in that moment, I thought that people would create their own ways oh. of it, <laughs> but that might be the most exciting of all that you guys have taken it and said, okay, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take this color and that color, put this together on that type of hat and get it made, which I mean, the guys at lids <laughs> here in Vegas must've been like, is there like a BVB convention going on? <laughs> well, I mean, cause Benny asked me, Benny said, you should go up there and ask them how many BVB hats they did in a 48 hour period. Cause he goes, I guarantee it's at least 10, but it might be more than what they did in 48 hours. Oh yeah. No, it was, I know it was good because Paulie reached out to me and said, Oh, I can't get up to the show. Cause he wanted to come up. I wanted to right. have him on the show too. He's like, we're too busy making hats. <laughs> so he couldn't come up. So good. People came and, you know, picked it out and, and they, they laid it out. Then they leave and they come back and the hat's made. So mm. Paulie couldn't come up and be on the show because I wanted, I mean, between, you know, him and the other guy that does them, um, they, they do a great job. And it's, uh, it was fun to see. I mean, the whole thing was fun. There were so many people. I mean, Addison came. He took a zillion pictures mm. of us doing this stuff. Um, I, I, if I, I don't mean to forget your name, but there's so many things going on. We had these phone calls this morning, emails, all this other stuff. And then I just posted it at Sports BK Could Sing, a, a shortened version of that video. And my phone started buzzing right before the show. I'm like, I got to go do the show. I'll talk to you after. Because people were like, wait, you guys just did that this weekend? I'm like, yeah, that was just Thursday, Friday where the shows. And that video showed up in our inbox today. It was incredible. Thank you. Really cool stuff. So, yeah, hopefully we'll do it again. I know there's some, I mean, Will in the email wrote to us, I was having such FOMO, fear of missing out, that he wanted to create something because he, he was so mad that he wasn't able to be a part of it. So this is going to be something we will do again. We'll do it in Vegas again, but we might be doing it in other parts of the country as well. So this has been, I think one of the more interesting moments for the history of this show that one we might look back upon because we knew that you guys wanted to be a part of our live shows. I don't think we really had any idea this, the appetite you guys were going to have for it. And I think for those of you guys who aren't long-term watchers of the show, please understand that like, we would love to meet you as well. Like this is not something like a lot of the folks that came, I feel like we're the ones that we have known for over a year 
maybe even almost a year and a half now who've been watching right. the show. So they've been invested in like, I never want anyone to feel like you're not on the inside of the club, if you will. This is a brigades open for anyone and everyone. And the Absolutely. best thing about that clip to me was Mikey Awesome's point about different walks of life, different states, different ages, never would have been anywhere near each other if it wasn't for this show. No. And that we, I love. We had people in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s all there at the cabana on the show, watching the show. Um, I, again, can't put it on a white sheet. I can't mm -hmm. give you a one-page description, but we got a video that we can show people a little bit too now that yeah. this, this is what we're doing. I cannot explain it. We'll talk about the games we always do. Yeah. We'll talk about our lives we always do. Yeah. And, um, you know, people were connecting, enjoying, watching, downloading, listening. You can download the podcast, the audio portion, the you know, the audio version of the podcast. We got a guy out in the middle of the desert. Oh, my. That was an unbelievable email. That really was. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, said, I want to drive out and see him, P-Roll. He said, he said he lives in the middle of the desert. He watches this show. He said with rabbit ears. He was mad because he used to watch the show with rabbit ears. Well, as we've talked about, a lot of people found the show, at least here in the in the Las Vegas market, on cable. But how did on he find it with rabbit ears if it was on cable? That, that's what my disconnect is. I can't well, figure no, out. No, that when, when, channel was on rabbit ears. Was it really? Yes. <laughs> Unbelievable. I was yes. like, wait, what? So, yeah. So, so I mean. Now he like, listens to the podcast and it's, you know, it's Kenny, how are you? We appreciate you. And appreciate you, Kenny. Awesome to have that email be sent over the weekend. Yes. And, you know, he, he wants to be a part of the proxy service, wants to be part of the contest. And it's really cool. He was like, I Incredible. love you too. I'm your biggest fan. He called himself. I was like, what? Wow. Okay. And you said it right. We never know who's watching. We never know who's listening. <laughs> I just have no I, idea. I, well, even Jessica said to me, she's like, he's 72 and he watches your guys' show. And I said, yeah, and he likes it. Like yeah, see, your, he said, your, your wife's going to go through, Jessica's going to go through a whole new emotional path with us. I can't wait for this because for all the things she has said, joking around, but halfway serious about, well, what you guys, people actually think you like, actually want to talk to you guys, they actually listen to you too. What are you talking about? Blah, blah, blah. And now she's like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe there is something going on here I need to pay attention to. This isn't just Matt and Dave just talking nonsense. We actually might actually have a point what we're trying to make as to what right. we're doing. But I, I just, I wanted to spend the time to properly thank you guys because you oh. spent the money, the time, and the energy to come out here to be a part of two shows that were not. I mean, it was just a Thursday and a Friday. Like we're doing this show, but we did this show at a cabana. It wasn't that special until you guys made it special. Right. So that's, you know, my favorite thing about today. My favorite thing all week <laughs> is just getting to remember that. If you want to watch that video again, it's either A, on my Twitter account at Sports Talk Matt or on our YouTube channel right now at Boston versus the book, youtube.com slash at Boston versus the book. That entire entire video is up there. You guys can go watch it. So. Thank you again. I feel the same way. I'm going to just echo your thoughts, tie it up in a bow and, you know, wrap it up. Always to be remembered, never to be forgotten, just kind of like the brigade and the people showing up. I mean, 
I, I'm watching the chat a little bit right now. Joe, Joe C. Myers, hat Suck. tip to you, sir. He's here watching live. Yeah. He said, you've got an almost 50-year-old soldiers in the Army who tune in every day. He found us on Spotify. You can find the audio on Spotify, on iTunes, on Apple. wherever you find podcasts, yep. all that stuff. The show is on our YouTube channel. Again, the best way to make sure that you get the show, at least if you're – do you understand? Like people were listening to the show at the pool while we were there because we didn't have a speaker projecting it because we had that thumping DJ music <laughs> nonstop. Yeah. No matter what we did, you wouldn't have heard us anyway. So exactly. Was- so there's different ways to cons- you know consume the show, which again is just uh, I mean it's a testament to you and all the different paths and different things you've done over the years finding us these avenues, Eric. I don't want to forget Eric and, and want to recognize him for the job that he did, getting everything set up, looking good. The shots mm. were amazing. The graphics Overlay, were amazing. Graphics were phenomenal. We had a crowd camera that kept <laughs> tapping cool. in to the cabana. Hopefully, it was good. It didn't catch anybody doing anything or in any <laughs> other compromising positions. Thank goodness. Angie but, and Sydney and oh, they knocked it out of the they park. knocked it out of the park. You know. By the way, one thing that. My this is for my daughter who reminded me of this over the weekend, but she said, You guys aren't saying hit the bell enough. So when we go live, you get notified when we're live. So then there's no ish worry. You'll get a phone notification when the when the show starts. So for the number of subscribers we have, we have a very low number. I was looking at the stats last night. There are it's a very low number of people who actually hit the bell. So I know most of you are in the chat. That's different than subscribing? It is. Yeah, it's different. It's a notification. You're okaying a notification onto the phone to tell you when we go live. So when you hit that bell, I think only like 18% of our subscribers on YouTube actually have have knocked that notification up. So it will make it easier for you guys to know when we go live. So you won't have to worry about like, when are they going live? Where are they? What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. That stuff will already be done you'll get that right there for you it'll just click right on for you so okay just fyi if you want to do that if you're watching on youtube hit the bell that'll notify you whenever we go live here for bvp okay let's get to some sports yes what a fun weekend this was all right canada what a weekend for canada canada so Mike Malott did exactly what we all thought. And I hat tip to the brigade for pointing this out. Jay Dow and the guys were all sitting around in this food court eating dinner, looking at it. And I, and I announced, what the hell am I going to bet tomorrow? <laughs> Cause I'm oh sorry. yeah. This was, this was Friday night after two days of shows. Yeah. And you're going to go home and do the juice. And I'm like, I, I'm like, guys, I'm like, oh, what, what I throw out, throw some ideas at me. So Jay Dow says, what about Mike Malott? And I'm like, hmm, he's fighting in Canada. First time he's fought in Canada in years, fighting yeah. somewhat of a, not a layup fight, but you look at the stats. I was pulling up UFCstats.com, start looking at it, three first round finishes inside. The distance was only minus 145 guy fighting from Canada in Canada. Didn't get it done in the first round, got it done in the second round, but gave one of the best speeches I'd ever heard from a Canadian talking about Canadian pride. Like that guy was like, we are Canada. We are an amazing country. We are Mm. MMA. It was like national pride for Canada with that. And then Nick Taylor hits a 72 foot putt to win the Canadian open yesterday for an Eagle. (laughs) 
He became the first Canadian to win the Open since 1954. Four, yeah. How that about was, that? Uh, that was pretty good. That was a lot of people had Fleetwood. I just looked down in the yeah. chat. And uh, DGen 4TW said he had Fleetwood. I think a lot of people did have oh, Fleetwood. Oh, yeah. 14 to 1, 15 to 1. They had some good numbers on him. Right. And that's a bummer because, <laughs> you know, you only get so many shots at a, at a golf tournament with a double-digit you know, sometimes even higher um, shot to win it in cash. Right. You just got to tip your hat when a putt. What's the longest putt you ever hit? You ever hit a putt that long? Yeah, but I don't know how long it was. I mean, yeah, I've hit long putts in my life, but like not with a check of that size. On the well, of course, line. but like you realize, I mean, when I say 72 foot putt, if you've played golf, that is a long way away. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I've hit longer putts oh. than that in scrambles because I've watched four people, you know, three people putt before me. So I had the line and the speed and everything else. And then, yeah, I buried a hundred foot putt, you know, playing in, you know, pretend golf. Oh. But with that pressure, being a Canadian, trying to win the Canadian Open like Pretty that in that moment. Pretty good stuff. And I mean, people were like, can we please end this tournament? Can we please end this tournament? Because they kept on going and going and going. It was a fifth or sixth playoff hole. Just everyone was like, let's please end this thing. And then he ends it with a walk-off. Yeah. And then the security guard tackles. Best tackle of the season. <laughs> the CFL <laughs> tackle of Adam. I forget the, the pro golfer's name. It's escaping my brain. Hadwin? Who, Is it Hadwin? Yeah, Adam Hadwin. Thank you. Ran onto, yeah. the, ran onto the green, spraying champagne yeah. on his friend, his fellow Canadian. And this Oh, you're frozen. Snap your fingers. Snap your fingers. That was first. Hi. I'm back. Oh, one, two, you're back. One, two, okay. one, two, one, two. We're back. Right, Click good. in. We're good. So right. that was Close fun. That to ESPN see. page. To see that, uh, not open. ESPN's not open at the moment. All right, you got something open with the videos. Duh. I don't think that, that I don't think that happens for Streamyard the same way. I, I think it's just a. I think my email, I'm sorry, my internet does a glitch. Oh. They set they send like a like every couple of hours they send something down the line to either try to like slow you down or knock you off or something. Whoa. I don't know, but it's interesting because uh. Streamyard's prepared for it. But it just—it's a weird deal. So it can only happen. To you. It doesn't happen to you. It happens only to me. We're gonna have to talk to Cox about this because if they don't understand what the BVB is doing, we're gonna need the full top-notch, like no more glitches. I have the—you cannot pay for a faster speed internet than I have. I believe you. I got, I got the same <laughs> it's so thing. Annoying. It's so annoying. It's so annoying. It should never happen. But it's like only for like a second or two. So it's really yeah. difficult to quantify that as being something to be frustrated about. So I had a chance to watch game number four. SoCal DJ, Jeff Benny, Todd Bravocamp, and myself were all at Circa mm. to watch to watch the game together. And we were watching a tight, tight hockey game, three nothing, the lead for the Golden Knights. It was finito there, but Florida did make it interesting with the first goal was something out of a air hockey tournament. I mean, yeah, it was just ding, 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 ding. Yeah. And second yeah. goal was typical. You know, here they go. They got to, you know, make it three to two. And then Vegas sat on it. And I mean, there were some really hairy situations with the huh. puck in the, in the crease for, for Hill and company, but they got it done. What are your thoughts on, on Vegas sitting here at the precipice? I got to go watch the game with Jess and the girls at the ballpark for the watch party. Nice. <laughs> Johnny Parlay. Johnny Parlay is there. Was it free? 
Uh, I think they charge five bucks All to right. get in. Okay. Five bucks to control the crowd. Right. So I see Johnny. Johnny's on the field. And I said, what, what, what the hell's going on here? He's like, we weren't prepared for this. Oh. Nobody was prepared for this. They, oh, they really? expected to have, you know, a typical, I mean, it's, it seats like just about 11, I think, or somewhere between 11 and 12. And if they said, he said, we're, they were anticipating maybe 5,000 people. It was sold out when it was announced that you could buy a ticket oh, wow. in five minutes. And there were five? people that were was coming. It the, was it the official watch party? I Yes. Okay. Well, as far as families, like whatever, like this is because, you know, there was a watch party at Circa, but you got to be 21. So right. There was but nothing like, but kids but there. The watch party was, was not there for game four. Like the night wasn't there and they, they didn't do that again. That wasn't it. Well, all the cheerleaders and everything were there. Right, for you. For at, yeah. At yeah. The, you at had the, the official one. Yeah. That was the official one. That was the official Vegas watch party. Yeah. I have no idea, but I can tell you this, like the kids were all hyped up. Mm hmm. And I had had a run to the airport. We had had our, our sign up. We met the right. doc and all this other stuff. And it was like, all right, what are you doing? And they're texting me. And I'm like, I'm trying to, you know, take care of people and all this other stuff. And I got home, like, we're going to the ballpark. You're coming. It was fantastic. And weather couldn't have been better. Cloud cover. I thought it was going to rain. It didn't, but it kept it perfect. Um, they let you on the field. The whole, every seat was taken. Um, it's real, man. Like it is, it is very real. Now, what also was real was the sweat on the under because it closed five and a half in game, went to six and a half with the early goal by the Knights. That's when I jumped in and our friend, uh, Doug Kazarian was there and he, he was on the under and he, I kept looking at him and he was down there with his dog and all this other stuff. And I was like, I'm sweating this because oh, yeah. when the second goal was scored, there was a lot of time left. Mm -hmm. And I thought, yeah, this is, this is going to be tied and going overtime. And that's not what the Knights want. They held on won the fourth game. They're playing to clinch the Stanley cup tomorrow night. I mean, is you it see over? this morning? You see the price. You see this morning. I did not see this morning. What? Vegas fans filled the practice facility 90 minutes before practice began. They had to close the doors. <laughs> 90 <laughs> minutes before they even got on the ice. They said, that's it. No more. We're done. I, I'm glad that I went to practice last week and got to just take it all in and watch. And, um, you know, the kids are so into it. It's their team. It's a whole generation of fans has been built. It's and and there's a lot of you know old hockey fans, but there's 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 non-hockey fans right that are Knights fans, now. right? And that's what's happening. And the only way you're gonna get close to seeing them is at practice. Because have you seen what the tickets are costing right now for the game tomorrow night? Have you seen it? Yes, it's obscene. It's absurd, and I get why. I mean, you get a chance to watch the cup in Vegas. I mean, every high roller in town, everyone wants to be in the building. Oh, man. A chance I, to watch the cup being hoisted. It's a big I, deal. The I cup's in the building. I've watched so many hockey games and got to ride that penguin ride from bad, bad, worst team in the league, first draft pick, Lemieux, watch it change all the way up, all those playoff games. 
my friend Travis was was the president of the team, invited me to, to, to San Jose when they wanted there, and I didn't go because I couldn't get off of work. Invited me to Nashville, same thing, and I didn't go because I, mean, I had a ticket to the game. I could watch them clinch the cup and be on the ice with them when they want it. And I didn't go because I was working in the book. So Travis, if you're watching the show, hundred <laughs> percent, he's not involved anymore. He's with the pirates, but right. one of my favorite, like we go to a baseball game every time, hoping to see a no hitter. Right. Right. Something you don't history. see. Right. Yeah. History. I want to see the cup awarded in person. It's one of my things. Oh. I just, I want to see them skate with the cup in person. I've never done it because it's such a, it's the ultimate accomplishment. Sure. Right? I mean, you know, these guys don't even touch the thing until they win it. When it's on display, they won't even touch it. They don't even take pictures with it. Right. Until they're retired if they don't win it. Um, so, yeah, it's I mean, I've seen it. I've taken pictures with it next to it, but I want to see it on the ice. So it'd be an ultimate dream, but it ain't it ain't happening. I can't. I mean, Jessica put her foot down. She said, um, they're what? Said, yeah, it costs about ten thousand if we all go. <laughs> and she said, um, "Yeah, we'll watch it on TV." So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a lot. It's a lot, a lot. I mean, it's really a lot. And for oh. a lot of the the long time, long time, you don't call it that. But the, the ticket holders aren't going to sell their tickets unless it's an obscene price because they want to do the same thing you're talking about. They want to be there. Any chance that Florida does what they did to the Bruins, to the Knights? Win the series three to one is what it was. Bruins were up I three know. games to one. Listen, it's one game now. They're not worried about winning the series. They have to win every period, ideally, tomorrow night. That's the mentality. Um, listen, Florida's not going away. Their physical okay. as could be. Bobrovsky played great, too. That was a really good hockey game. Um, what I don't think we'll have to worry about talking about is the ice. It's not oh, even hot here. Uh-uh. I should be clean, which is good for Vegas, I guess, because, you know. Right. I well, mean, it's good for the over. Like, I was yeah. thinking, you know, we got two games under, two games over. Yep. Game five. I thought before the series we'd have more unders than overs. I'm not sure now. If it's oh, I thought, clincher, I mean, Bob I, is, I told you, regular season Bobrovsky has been in this entire series. Man, oh, man. The guy who gave up three goals a game has shown out here in this series, and it's why Vegas is one win away from the cup. <laughs> So How yes, I, I do his, think the over. He'll be for Vegas. He's making save after save after save. Like, is he the goaltender next year? So this was a great discussion. We were sitting there with people that we know. We ended up. It's it's nuts. Everywhere you go, it's it's becoming like that kind of feel where either like people will see me and they're like, Dave. How are you? This or that. And we ended up sitting with a bunch of people. And the discussion between the second and third period was he's the goalie, right? Like if he if they win the cup, he's the guy. What do they do with everyone else? They got a lot of guys under contract. There's a lot like there's a lot of things that will happen. Oh, yes. This offseason will be wild. He's in case you guys don't don't realize Hill is the fifth goaltender for the Golden Knights this year. The fifth. They've got Jonathan Quick, who they acquired. They have they have three other guys ahead of even Jonathan Quick, who they thought was going to wind up being the goaltender for this season. Hill is, I mean, Brossois was really good. I mean, really good this year. Big reason why this team is even in the playoffs with the number one seed yeah. is because of Loren Brossois. And Brossois was playing really well in the playoffs, so he got hurt. Hill is not supposed to be the guy, but he could wind up being the guy. 
he looks so calm and just relaxed in net, and he's making the big save. To win a cup, you got to have the goalie make the big save when you need it made. And he keeps doing it. Mm-hmm. When the first goal was a ping pong off uh, the second goal of the time this happened in series off of a Knights defenseman, it wasn't even looking, you know? So I don't know. Is it over? Nothing is over until it's over. But man, oh man, how in the hell is Florida winning three games in a row with two of them here? No, I think you know it's how over. Loud that building's going to be. Like it is going to be the hype tomorrow. They've been playing. I, I, I give SoCal DJ the credit for this line because we're watching the game and it's three, two, and it was chaotic and crazy. And we both kind of looked at each other. and we were, we were like, man, Florida looks tired. And he was like, yeah, they've been playing playoff hockey in playoff mode for a month and a half. Yeah. And you stop and remember they didn't get into the playoffs. It wasn't for your penguins, you know, choking and not taking care of business right now, because it's really the only reason why Florida is in the playoffs is because your yeah. team choked. So if your team didn't choke, Florida's not even in this spot. So not only did they have to win, they had to get help to get in and they got the help they needed to get in. And now they're sitting here in the Stanley cup finals, but you can see it. They don't have the jump that the Knights have. They don't have the legs in the third period that the Knights have. CBW just said in the chat. And again, one of the strengths of this show is the ability for you guys to just ask questions, have thoughts, interact with each other while you're watching it. So again, we appreciate you doing that during the show. CBW just said, do you think Kachuk is banged up? Maybe he is. Everyone's banged up though. Everybody we'll hear it afterwards. I mean, we're, we're going to oh, hear about all man. sorts of things. I mean, literally, literally Eichel took a puck off the head and came back. Did you see that? Took a puck off the ear and came back. I got a headache when I saw it. I mean, that yeah. was always one of my biggest things when I played because I was that guy. I would go stand in front of the net and try to screen or tip. And I used to, I mean, we used to practice it and practice all the time. And sometimes you take one off the arm or mm. off the ass or off the leg. And you're always conscious, like, I can't get it in the head. And he got blasted and like that had to hurt. But I used to tell brother Dan, he he would shoot high all the time. He liked to score the goals up in the top corners. I'd beg him. Can you please shoot it low? Sometimes those shots, you can't get out of the way. Mm. Got back up and played. Mm. Came back in. Man, is he playing good? Eichel's playing just absolutely phenomenal at the moment. I, I want to try something really quickly before we get to the baseball conversations. Can oh, I put yeah. this on the screen? I can put this on the screen. Look at this. There we go. There is, Doc. that is the first ever <laughs> sign up for the brigade proxy service. That is Doc. We'll, we'll leave Doc nameless at the moment, right. but he watches the show, Thunder. listens to the show. Thunder. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I give out his. I could give out his Twitter handle. No, just say Thunder. That's yeah, all. That's good he, for now. Till we till we clear it with him. But I mean, that is our that is our first Twitter. sign up. Yes, we tagged him on Twitter. You can go check it out. So Dave mentioned it. We had the first sign up ever for the Brigade Proxy Service. Not saying everyone gets a picture posted on Twitter that we we sign you guys up, but Brigade Proxy at gmail.com. If you're coming to Vegas, hit us up. 
Book an appointment. We'll take care of you when you come into town for either football contest. The Westgate Super Contest will start signing up in July. Yep. We've got the Circa Million and Survivor going on right now. Yep. Super fun to meet him. Super fun to learn about him and his life and him and his wife and his kids and them being here in town. It's a really <laughs> fun conversation. I got some medical advice from my, my own daughter. It was absolutely phenomenal to have Another that. girl dad swimming in an ocean of estrogen. Just like us. I mean, it was a, it was a, a bit of trouble meeting. for being, <laughs> being late with that. So uh -huh. yeah, so I'm learning all sorts of new fun tricks today. So I, I wanted to go ahead and put that picture up because it's a great picture of us. In, Shout in, out uh, to flip phone, Phil, yeah. umpire Jeff, Spartan Tom was there. Um, just great staff all over, you know, and all the people that appeared on that video between Benson and when we got to sit and talk Stevens, to Linda. Yeah. And and all them, yeah, they did a great job. We're gonna listen, boys and girls. Even if you're not coming, tell someone who might be coming that, that does the contest. You know, if they need if they need someone to put their picks in all season, we can guys. we can help them with that. Yeah, and if you already have one and you don't want to leave them, that's fine too. Yeah, that's okay, of course, that's fine. Next we're, year, just we're available to do year. it. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're, we're good on that. All right, so I'm in the red now. The A's are killing me. <laughs> Killing me. I'm down 1.3 units. I was up as high as seven. Five in a row? I was up seven units on this experiment. Now five I'm down. Row. A's have won five in a row. Six in a row on the run line. Right? I've lost six straight bets with them. I've gone from up seven units to down 1.3 with this. I need the Tampa Bay Rays now to get in gear here and take care of business over I these next the four. I got four out. games left Rays to go. Out. Damn it. We are 11 and 11 on the run line. How about that? 11 and 11 with four games to go. This is life in the book. <laughs> you, the swings are up, down. Um, just when it looked like Oakland was done, done. How many wins do they have on this trip? It's eight right now, right? Yeah. It's eight, I think. On the, on this trip? No. Well, no. On the experiment we were talking about. They're 11. Said, oh, you mean win, outright wins? Um, we said they would get, they would be 10 and 20 was around the number nine yeah. and nine and 21. I think they have eight with three games left. I think you're uh, four games left. Oh, it's, it's a four game set against the Rays. Thought it was a three game set. Four games, okay. set, four games, four games are left. Okay. And then we'll find out. <laughs> Joe C. Myers still in the chat. Thank you, sir. Killing uh, it. He's set, we're seven and 15, he said, on a Thank money you. line. Seven and 15. 11 and 11 on the run line. 11 and 11 <laughs> on the run line. I'm just happy they beat the, the Brewers. They swept the Brewers. Pirates are in first place. It's June 12th, and the Pittsburgh Pirates are in first place in the NL Central. How bad is the NL Central that the Oakland Stop. A's? Stop. I don't, want, I don't want to hear about Oakland this. Oakland A's went through your division, and the Oakland A's took two from the Pirates and three from the Brewers. How bad is the National League Central? I mean, you could lose three games to anybody in baseball. Anybody. Just, only a team on pace for the worst record in, in history of baseball, and all of a sudden, that's the division that gets this team righted. It's unbelievable. Man, oh, man. How bad is the NL Central? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I mean, yeah. the Pirates took two or three from the Mets. How bad are the Mets? Well, that's the next question, right? But they're only the thirty-one and thirty-five. Yeah, they're only three games out of the wild card spot of a wild card spot, though. 
Listen, wild card in the NL is going to change everything. The last team is going to be 500, just above 500. 85 wins, Maybe I think, not. will get you in. Not a team not under 500 is making the playoffs. Would All you right. stop I with think, that? I'm just telling you, it's very possible. It's not. Okay, I'm just telling you, it's. I'm, I'm not going to be surprised. A team 80 at all. and 82 is going to make the last playoff spot. There's I only going to be six teams. A hundred percent in the National League. With in the National record. League, it is a hundred percent, in my opinion, in range for an under 500 team to make the postseason. Yep. It's bad. National League stinks. <laughs> they stink. You're, you said it's just this is going to be a theme of this whole summer. Oh, You're whole summer, American absolutely. Guy. And I'm the National, National League. League stinks. National League stinks. Even the Dodgers aren't that good. I mean, the D-backs are going to win the division. Like it's unbelievable. Hold up. Let's see. The Diamondbacks are playing really good. They are. Though. I mean, three and a half game lead on June 12th in that division. What a biggest disappointment in the National League West is San Diego. I mean, oh, without a doubt. Mets and San Diego are both one in one A for the worst, most disappointing starts of anybody. Right. I mean, it's incredible. You like look at the money being spent, and that's why. I mean, the owner of the Mets. What do you got out. the Leaf guy out yeah, there blowing the Leafs? He'll he'll go away in a second. That's all yeah, right. Yeah, I just he, wanted to make sure it wasn't the thunderstorms. No, he he didn't he didn't get the memo that he wasn't he you're not supposed to be here during the show. But they don't really listen to me, so I don't even to, know if they understand you when they when you listen. No, no they don't. Well, no, they, they, and, and, and and no one cares either. So it's even fine. if they didn't understand me, they wouldn't care. So it's you know, not yeah, that we, bad. I mean, the noise at the circle on Thursday and Friday was a lot louder. So this is this is fine. Okay, so, that's good. Yeah, it's fine. I, I mean, the Padres. L- let me ask you this: Whose potential in the second half is better, the Mets or the Padres, to turn it around? Oh, good question. Oh my goodness! Hold on, I got a message. I forgot to plug the computer in. Oh, hold on. Oh, no. It might be Dave, Dave that might collapse. <laughs> I think personally, it's the Padres. I think the Mets have got some really big questions with their starting rotation that I'm not really in love with at the moment. I think the Padres, even though their pitching has been great, I think their offense could carry them throughout the entire summer. I'm not sure if the Diamondbacks are going to be out. See, I would mute my mic at the moment, but since Dave ran away, this guy is like literally outside my window going ahead and doing all this stuff. So. We apologize for the technical <laughs> or the sound, not technical, but the sound differentiating what's going on. But I, the Mets being 31 and 35, and now ownership saying we're not going to fire anybody. We're not going to be, you know, blow it up. We're not going to do any crazy things. That's significant to me. And I think it also is something you have to take a look at from a handicapping standpoint oh. that the team will be able to kind of get a relaxing. No one's going to be worrying oh. about their job yet in New York. So I think that that at least alleviates for the time being any concern. We good? I am now. Yeah. The, 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 the problem with a home game road show is that you break everything down, you take it to the place, then you got to bring it back and make sure everything's set up. I had to get oh, yeah. lighting and all that other oh, yeah. stuff. I forgot to plug the computer. <laughs> uh, no, there's, I mean, I this shot is different. I got to correct it. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, there's yeah, all yeah. different we'll things it. I, I got to work yeah. on too with this. Yes, I feel yeah. I feel your pain on that because it's yeah. cool. breaking it all down. You move it in, you put it back, you try to put it back the same way it was, and it's not exactly what you wanted it to be. So you got to be a little oh, that's bit That's the more first creative. time we've been on a road since the Super Bowl. Yep. Yeah. So Eric and I was talking about that. Yeah. We, the, the, the first time we'd had a chance to do live shows since. Oh, no. We since, did a live show. That's right. We did a live show after the Super Bowl with the where? with the fight at the Virgin. Oh, no. That was before. That was before. No, that was that's after. That was March Madness. That was March. 
Right. The hair, so, that was March. Okay. Yeah, that was afterwards. Yeah. So, so yeah, that was so we did first that. live show since March. Yeah. So, so it, 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 it had been a while. Right. So yeah. everything was set. Everything was yeah. fine. You kind of just come in, everything. You didn't have to change anything. So, yeah, I apologize for it. But I'm good. No, That's good. No. It, right, it, so I, I think one of the fun pieces about us learning how to do all of this stuff is that every time we do a live show, we learn a little bit more about what we like, we what do. we don't like, how we should set it up, what do we need yes. to set it up, how do yes. we handle it. Just different cool little things that we get to do. So I thought, I mean, the whole show went off technically perfect <laughs> compared to what it could have been. It was great. <laughs> it, no it could have been. Yes, it could have been. There could have been a lot of other things. Thursday, we showed up without an adapter, but you ran out and found a place with an adapter. Yeah. The cat got the one cord. I don't, I, I don't know if that was my cat or not. That 100% was so? cat. Wow. That cat. I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong. It was crazy. It was, it was a, it was a cord that was cut. It was a cut cord. It was chewed up and scratched. And yeah, my cat like likes to cat. chew cords. I don't that know why. hundred percent. That was the cat. Listen, when you're yeah. a dad, you got to, you, you have to become an investigator. You have to, <laughs> you have to look at all this stuff and Find figure out. out who did what. So you can go and, you know, ca not catch him in the act, but you can piece together like CSI afterward. Yeah. That 100% was the cat. But other than the, the adapter and the cord, Everything was great. And, yeah. and again, he did a tremendous job. So yeah, we're good. For sure. How do you feel about the college world series? I'll tell you, you what, attention? as a baseball guy, do you pay attention to college baseball at all? I love watching it. I never bet it. Okay. I just, I mean, occasionally there's a, you know, there's a couple guys we know between Lindemann and JYD. He was there, right? Lindemann was at a, at a super regional this weekend. Well, Lindemann, right? he picked up and went. Yeah, yeah. He, he loves, loves, loves college baseball. So he picked up and went to a, a super regional. Um, you know, Junkyard has been booking it forever. He, he Between him wow. and Lindemann, those were guys that were putting up the only numbers here in Vegas for a couple years. So, so like, will there be – there's two big games today. There's Tennessee against yeah. Southern Miss and Texas against Stanford. Will it do any handle in Vegas? Minimal, but I think the ability to, to take it all over mm -hmm. and the fact that – I mean, the basketball game is what it is, and we'll get to that in a second. But yeah, I think, yes – because the games have been good. Like the games have been, I mean, the brigade had a huge sweat with Oral Roberts in Oregon, I believe, right? There was a mm. big swing in the game. That was game two, they bet. Game three, not yesterday. Game two, they bet. Right. They were on, on Oregon. Oregon won. They came back down eight one. Right. And Oregon so, won. So so that's what I mean. It's 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 baseball, it's competitive. Yeah. And there's a line on it. So I, I think, I don't know, you've been to it though, right? Oh, I've covered it many, many times. Yeah, I covered it for six years in a row. But the one thing, like today I made my first ever college, not first ever, but my first 2023 college baseball bet today. Oh. Yeah, I trailed. I, I, I'm i going to listen to to bet smart US. And he thinks that Tennessee might win the whole thing. So in order to win the whole thing, they got to win today. So I have them winning today. Oh, two dollars. He, $2 he has them to win the series too. Yeah, but you've got right, to win yeah. today in order to get to to, to Omaha. You got to win today, so right. you can't win the College World, World Series if you're not in the College World Series. So to right. qualify, they got to beat Southern Miss today, and they've got their two big stud pitchers going today. So I feel pretty good about Tennessee. Minus two hundred, minus yeah. two ten in some places. Um, 
12 and a half is the total or 12 under minus a quarter. Mm-hmm. It's different baseball than major league baseball. Oh, not sure. even, you can't even bet it even in the same, like you got to put that all out of your head. Eight, Completely. nothing is nothing. An eight, nothing lead is not that big of a deal. Not of anything to worry about. They can right. come back. It's, yeah. you know, it's with the, with the bats and the speed yeah. and everything else that goes into it. But yeah. the thing about Omaha that I think why I tell everybody, like, if you like baseball, you got to like baseball. If you love baseball, this is a must. If you like baseball, I think it's something you should do, bucket list type of thing, because you see a community that supports a college event in incredible numbers without right. caring who's playing. Yep. Like it doesn't matter who's playing in the College World Series. Omaha people are going. They have their preferences, but they don't really, you know, what I mean they're gonna be in the ballpark regardless of who's actually playing in the ballpark. And the pageantry around it. It's such a fun family thing. Like if your son or daughter, if you guys like watching baseball together, you get incredible access to the players. You right. get to walk up to them and talk to them and shake their hands coming off the bus. You can stand outside the stadium when the guys come out of the bus, off the bus, out of the locker room, into the locker room. You can get all sorts of pictures and autographs and they give you balls and hats and shirts and you know, gloves. It's super cool. It's such a wonderful thing that happens every, every June, July in, in, in Omaha. So I'm excited for it. I'm excited to watch it come back again to get after it. Is LSU, LSU is in it, right? LSU That's, qualified, right? I believe so. Because I was reading something. I think, I guess LSU has like six players that after they play in the college world series are all going to go directly to double a programs and could wind up in the big leagues in September. Yeah. It's like six guys right now who are playing for LSU who could wind up playing in major league baseball this season when they do call-ups in September. And one of them apparently is going to be on the pirates. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So with, with, with a, like you said, it used to be a little bit more where they went right from that to make an impact. Like at some point in the mm-hmm. big leagues, Mm-hmm. It's gotten away from that, but now you're right. There's 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 talk of a lot of guys that are close and going to get. I don't know what they could call fast track. They put them in, yeah. get them some reps, that pro life, and then boom, bring them have up you, in September. Have you ever gone to the Cape Cod League? No, I want to though. Man, you would be in heaven. Yeah. Cape Cod League baseball is it's those guys, college age kids, right? who then go and play wooden bat baseball yeah, to prove they can hit with a wooden bat. The arms yes. don't go to the Cape Cod league all that much. The arms tend to be put in like low, low single a right. single a baseball, but the bats they send to the Cape Cod league. Cause they want to say, okay, can kid. All right, kid, you got an aluminum bat. Let's put a wooden bat in your hand. What can you do? Can you hit? And right. that's super cool because they stay with host parents and it's, you know, I used to go to the Chatham A's games all the time and you know, it's just a fun, free, oftentimes, event to go watch. Yeah. You can say, I mean, the, the list of alumni from the Cape Cod League is incredible. Oh, it's unbelievable. I mean, and, you know, our friend J.D., Jeff Dawson, lives there, yeah. goes all the time, sees it, you know, breathe life into that place even more in the summer. Um, Jay Dalbets just came in the chat and said LSU beat Kentucky 8-3 to move on yesterday. They won the cool. series 2-0. Okay. Jay Dalbets? Little Thank known you. fact, former third baseman in college, played baseball himself. So he's got a pretty good – we talked a lot of baseball while he was here, nice. amongst some other stuff. And shout out to Mrs. K. Dalbets for 
giving him a pass and getting him here and, you know, hanging out and all that stuff. So that was, uh, that was a lot of fun, but yeah, college baseball is great. And, um, I think the tendency is to bet overs. Like there's a lot of most college, most college baseball games are bet over in Omaha. It's just fine. It's almost like Wrigley find out where the wind is blowing and then bet over and bet it accordingly. I've had someone tell me, can you confirm or deny that when it is hot at the College World Series in Omaha, oh, I just, oh, I struck a chord. It's that, it, it's as hot as advertised. Like the guy that told me said, listen, man, you think you've been hot in Vegas. He said, you're going to go to Omaha and on a clear, hot, sunny day, you're going to melt. Confirm? Confirmed. And it is unlike when it's 105 and 60, 70% humidity. It's, it is the um, most oppressive thing I've ever. I mean, I'll, I'll take Vegas 115 every single day over Omaha in the summer when it gets to be like that. I, t- I told the story before in one calendar year, the air temperature in Omaha, Nebraska was negative 10 and 110 in the same calendar year. That's absurd. Absolutely bonkers, ridiculous, but that's what it's like to live there. The swings are ridiculous. You get the worst of the cold and the worst of the heat. And when it gets, when it rolls up in those afternoon thunderstorms, get, get popping, you get these pop-up thunderstorms everywhere Uh and it's super humid and super hot. And the sun is just beating down on you and you're in the outfield in Omaha at TD, at TD bank park. Uh Uh-uh. That is like danger zone. Like people get, pass out who go to the hospital it's crazy yes <laughs> confirmed the meteorology portion of the show 100%. brought to you by today matt peralt sweat like if you're Nevada wearing a long sleeve shirt like you just like sweat yeah. like it yeah. just pours out of your yeah. body it's nasty yeah i've been at dodger stadium like that in the summer we took kids and we sat up top you have the ocean though at least close by no, 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 no. there was no breeze and there was we were literally i felt like we were right next to the sun and my mother-in-law I saw her start to lean, and I was like, Jess, Uh-oh. Grandma, go up yeah. top. And then they came back with all the fans. You know those fans that blow the mister? Nice. Thing? Yeah, those are awesome. Yeah, yeah they're like 30 apiece. I mean, it cost worth me it. 100 and they, didn't, they worked for one day. and then it's worth it. I, no, it's not worth it. Yeah, it is. For, for one day, it's worth it. Just go stand up in the shade. No, it's worth it. I, I'm, I'm with them. Get the, get, get so the thing. So there's not a lot of shade at the ballpark in Omaha. No, talking. not unless you're behind home plate, and those seats are super expensive for that reason. Oh, <laughs> yeah. See, I I was always spoiled. I was always at Rosenblatt Stadium. I, I was at the old stadium, and I was always in the press box. <laughs> so oh. I, nev- I never had to suffer through any of that. I was always in air conditioning. member of the press. So, yes, yeah, so that's where I was. I was always there, but it was it was always... I mean, it's so funny because now that I'm in the sports gambling media, I go to games so infrequently compared to what I used to do. Right. And like I go to UFC fights, I go to boxing fights. That's pretty, pretty much what I go to the most with. But yeah. the the outdoor baseball events that I've covered over the over my life, I mean, it's just the College World Series ranks up there. It's just it's so fun to see it. And then the parties at night are equally crazy. Like that's, that's the fun thing about Omaha is that it's not just the games. It's everything else that goes on with the games. And there's just, it's the one time, I mean, I've hung out and party with Aaron Andrews one year and and like people just come in and just, yeah, all the ESPN folks came, come in and have a good time with it. And it's, 
You can hug, you can literally like rub elbows with all these different people who come into town because oh. Omaha is for two weeks, you know, everyone who's covering the sport or anyone who's doing TV for ESPN, they just come in and they hang out. So I'm a big fan of it. I, it's, it's a really special event and it's something that is whenever it comes around, it's a lot of fun. I know nothing about college baseball, but I watch it like you do. I just watch it because it's on and, it, and it's cool. I like to look now with uh, with in-game opportunities because I'm just watching baseball and mm. making, you know, kind of decisions that way without any – I have no preconceived notions. I don't know who's in what rotation. Right. I'm just watching, listening, reacting, watching a pitcher, watching a hitter, trying to see what might happen. The, the difference a lot of times you see with the college baseball is that, you know, there's a lot more human error mistakes may you know what i'm saying there's more there's more fielding errors there's base running errors different things it's just you realize that it's not that Level. but it's still yeah. well played but there's sure. just that's what leads to i think totals that are 12 and 14 the total in a texas stanford game tonight is 14, 14. <laughs> it's awesome like yeah one one rubber match Texas needing to knock up. I think probably both UTs win today. Texas and Tennessee both wind up winning today. Oh, really? Would be my would be my gut. Take both road teams is what I like tonight. Stanford's favored minus one thirty five to one forty five at home. Over. Oh, it's down to minus one twenty though. Yeah, I like Texas. <laughs> Texas, Texas and Tennessee. All right, we got game five tonight. Nuggets are nine point favorites. Tick up to the total at two oh nine and a half here for this one. Any shot the Heat stay alive tonight in your mind? Nope. It's a wrap in five. Done. Bye-bye. Agreed. I told you this is going to be a walk. I told you this is going to be a walk of a series. Saw it. The only time I watched it was with the boys and girls at the book. I watched that whole game, and there was no point. And we were talking, you know, between Bromel Camp and – Derek and all them other people that were in that little section where we were in, mm-hmm. it was, I mean, was watching a game and I was like, there is no shot that Miami's winning this series. You can't change bigger. You can't change stronger. You can't change better. It's not happening. I don't care what Spolster comes up with. I would be shocked. And again, Come on, they, Mar, and say I was wrong. Yeah, they they got to shoot the way they, they shot in game the two. Night. Yeah, they got to shoot the way they shot in game two, which is fifty percent and sixty percent plus in the fourth quarter. Is they it, the four, the only game they won? They had the fourth best fourth quarter shooting percentage in the history of the NBA Finals. That's how they won one game. They made history to win a game. Man, oh man, Raymaker Lou just came in. We missed Raymaker Lou at the live show, but he he dialed in. He he FaceTimed and got to say hello to everybody. And it was like he was in the cabana. It was great. It was cool. Yeah, we'll get we'll get we FaceTimed we'll get in Australia. Out. How about that? <laughs> I forget who was that? Oh. Landon uh hit uh no, it wasn't, wasn't Landon he Landon's in uh, Hawaii, sorry. Hawaii, yeah. Damn uh, it. If I you guys the, remember yeah, the brigade members was in Hawaii. In Australia the Layton, next day. Leighton Winston. Leighton. Hello, Leighton. Leighton Winston is yeah. who is, is, is who we. Who it was we the next to. morning in Australia, and he FaceTimed with somebody. We got to say hello to him personally. It's it so crazy awesome. that somebody in Australia on their Twitter bio has hashtag BVB Brigade member. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. What, 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 what do you even? I don't even know. How, it's what, unbelievable. I mean, it's it's, it's, it's crazy. He's in Australia. He's like, I'm a brigade member. Like, what the are you talking about? 
Now, can oh, you show in Vegas. Like, I watch. When he comes to we'll, we'll oh get together God. somewhere. What? We, I mean, we're doing a European tour. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, I'm in flight. Patriots in Germany. Let's go. Stop with the Patriots, would you please? <laughs> what are you talking about? Let's I go. would be shocked if Denver loses this game tonight. Now, nine is nine is healthy, but again, are they are they losing tonight? No. <laughs> Only question is, do they cover? I think they cover. I, I, would, I would lay the nine. You go to work today in the book with, I was thinking it last night before I went to sleep. Seasons change. You know, we're, we're, we're one day away today, I think, from Miami wrapping up basketball. And then tomorrow mm. wrapping up hockey, tying it up. Thanks, Miami. Thanks for coming. It was fun. <laughs> but it's pretty much done. More so in the basketball. Listen, if the Panthers could win tonight and things get real interesting because then they get something happen in game yeah. six. And I don't know if my, um, my anxiety or whatever, like your stress level for the game seven heightened thing will be amazing. Like if it gets to that, but it's not getting basketball in done. either series. It's not getting to that. And yeah, there's no shot. It's getting into the basketball. Yeah. One, season two, three, Cancun baseball season Wednesday. <laughs> that, that, that's what's happening. U.S. Open golf. Yeah, that's what it is. I mean, it's it's yeah. one, two, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday baseball season. That's what we're gonna, we're going to be done with basketball and done with hockey. It's going to suck. Going to be stuck with baseball nonstop. Just have to clear something up right now in the okay. chat. Mrs. K Dow Betts or J Dow Betts, who we call K Dow okay. Betts, said she didn't let him. Come to Vegas. She made him. Oh, come to Vegas. Thank you. That's even better. Wow. How cool is that? Score the point with that. Wow. Yeah, All right. That's. Hope, hope thank you. Brought you something back. We appreciate that. Wow. Absolutely. That's great. The reason why I know Denver's winning tonight is this story. <laughs> the fact that Tyler Hero is trying to play tonight is all I need to know about what Miami thinks about their chances. They know they're dead. I mean. So what the hell? Play them. Who cares? We're dead. Play him. Oy, oy, oy. I, I mean, <laughs> he hasn't played all postseason since game one of the playoffs. You're going to bring him back in the finals and then in the, the last game of the year? So yeah, where's no. The, where's the bucket hat? Actually, you think he'll be wearing a, if he doesn't oh, gosh, play, will he be wearing a bucket hat? He's going to try to play, supposedly. I mean, that's, he's going to be on, Why? he's going to be in uniform because they're dead. They know they're dead. Hail Mary. Oh, boy. Let's just see if the guy can get out there and hit threes because that's the only thing we can do is jack threes against this defense for the Denver Nuggets. We, I mean, we met um, Brandon yep. uh, at live show, a Denver guy who currently lives in Vegas. <laughs> he will be forever known as the guy who passed out in the book to me. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, he was watching a game like this and he just ended up <laughs> mouth open. And then Benny was taking nap. And Chef Benny was taking pictures and then he woke him up and showed As him. is... <laughs> Fully legal. Oh, yeah. 100%. When your boys fall, you fall asleep, asleep when they're not supposed to fall asleep. Yeah. Now with the camera phones, you, you take a picture just to remind them later. Hey, by the way, fall asleep. Yeah. Yeah. So um, but he said nuggets in five. He got a plus two twenty-five. So he's good. gonna play for that. That's good. I have minus one and a half games, so I can win tonight or game six, and I cash that ticket. I have a Vegas and Denver Nuggets plus one twenty-four parlay, and both teams winning the cup, winning the cup and winning the championship. Yeah. 
that's most likely that's most likely going to come in too. So I mean, the Denver minus one and a half. If they somehow lose tonight, which they're winning game six, but they're winning game six. No, both Vegas and Denver are both going to have cities which have not seen a championship in the sport that we're talking about. And they're going to be on their feet. And I'll give you this. Sometimes there's a lot of pressure that comes with that because your fans are showing up expecting to watch a title. So if the game gets tight and it's close late, sometimes that can be a detriment. But for the road team to walk in in the first quarter, like I don't mind Denver in the first quarter tonight. I lay the points in Denver in the first quarter tonight. You've been to a clincher, right? You went to the Red Sox clincher game. In the World Series, yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Game four, World Series in Colorado. Mm-hmm. There's something different about those games. Like that, that, that when you know it could end. Yeah. Baseball whole- is the only reason why baseball is a little different is because when you throw John Lester and you can't touch the guy on the mound, like the Red Sox won the game seven to two. It was never close. Lester was unbelievable. Killed him. Basketball is a little different. Basketball and hockey are both fluid type of sports where momentum can really shift and you can start to feel the pressure. Yeah. Baseball is a little bit, if you're a dominant pitcher, you know, we're up 3-0 by the third inning. You're like, yep, we're losing. (laughs) This could be a blowout tonight. I think this is going to be a blowout tonight. I mean, they're going to be partying in Denver, man. They're going to be they're like going to the game. They're nine point favorites. They're up 12 going into the fourth. Right. In it's Miami. Party punts. I mean, in Miami it is punts. Yeah. In, in Miami's but, oh. looking at Cancun flights. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Oh, boy. And that's just, and the same thing will happen with if the Golden Knights score first tomorrow night. Oh, I don't think so. I do. Vegas scores first tomorrow night. If Florida scores first, okay, game on. But if Vegas scores first, Vegas just was up three nothing and it felt like they were hanging on at the end. Mm-hmm. But they still won. Yeah. Team has is it the team has scored first has won every game in the series, right? In because game uh, three, Florida scored first and then Vegas scored. Went to overtime, and that's where the win happened for Florida. Did, yeah, I think Vegas, Vegas scored first, scored first in, in both. In both, think, yeah. yeah. So the, win, yeah. the team that scores first has won every game in the series. So I think whoever scores first tomorrow night wins the game. Yeah, and if it's Vegas fast like it was in Game Four, oh boy, yeah, was it thirty-five seconds into the game they scored? They're up one nothing. Uh yeah, it was a minute twenty-eight or something into the game, but whatever it was, it was another yeah. good goal. Bad line change by the Knights or by the Panthers, and they took advantage and scored a goal. Watched it three times. I was like, man, that's happened. When you go back to the bench and the guys coming back, everybody after the goal scored, everybody's looking at you like, why did you come off? That's just, it's such a bad goal. I don't know. I think basketball is over. I'm relieved because the only game I watched was the game with you guys down there. Oh. I, I haven't watched it. Do you think it's been kind of a eh, type like result? With all this for the country. Yes. I like Denver a lot. I've been talking about them for two months. I like this team a lot. I've liked, I like watching Jokic. I like watching this, the way that they play. I like Malone. I think this is a really good team who is built to be around for a while. Like this is one of those franchises that when they finally get to the top of the mountain, they're going to be there for a while. It feels like it, right? 
Yeah, like they, they're not going anywhere. Like this is I mean, not like a flash been, in the pan. Right. They've been a good team now for a couple of years. I mean, this is the really team the that bubble I, was. The, yeah, but the bubble was the first time. Twenty twenty was the first time you were like, oh, Denver doesn't suck. Okay, and now to put a championship ring on the finger of Jokic, it puts him in the Hall of Fame, two time Hall of two time MVP and a champion. Boom, he's in the Hall of Fame, and now you've got. You know him. Where does he rank in the pantheon of greatest big men ever to play in the NBA? It gives Jamal Murray some extra punch. It gives them, you know, they're making moves to keep the window and keep their salary cap stuff down. They're doing some different things with with the draft picks that they were going to be awarded for for trades that happened a couple of years yeah, like a year ago or so. They made that announcement, basically trying to defer the money that's going to be owed next year, trying to keep their cap hit down in order to keep adding more and more role players mm. to help the bench to Is stick this around a destination place now. Like do, 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 if you're on the fence, do you go, you know what? I'm going to go to Denver and try to win another one with them. I think Denver always was a destination place, except they sucked. So it was kind of like Miami like three or four years. We can go yeah, play was, with Joker. It was kind of like Miami though, a little bit before that they got Pat Riley back and before they got LeBron, like it changes the whole, when you win, right. it changes everything. We know what, exactly. we know what Miami was. Miami was always a destination. And then Miami became good. Denver was always a destination because of the lifestyle you can live in Denver. And now they've won. So that's where you start to see a franchise become more of a, of a, of a sexier pick. I'm like, I want to go play with him. And it's great for the NBA because LeBron is on, you know, the 17th green and we don't know how long till he's going to be gone. Right. So now we're needing superstars to step up and be a part of it. And, you know, Giannis is unbelievable, but he's not American and he doesn't have the same type of like, he, I love it. He there's no edge to him. He's not going to talk crap about anybody. He's a cerebral, very smart guy who says exceptional things on the mic. He's great, but he's not LeBron, right? He's not where, you know, he does commercials, but not that many commercials and people like him, but they don't like him the same way that they like LeBron. Right. So now you have Jason Tatum, but Tatum's only 25. So like, who is the next American superstar to really come over and captivate everything? That's where people rip on Jokic. He's great, but he's not American. So people aren't as interested in him. Put a ring on his finger. Like Giannis, things change when he won a championship. I think things will change a little bit as well when Denver has a championship. Do they bring back all the old nuggets? Like I want to see like Fat Lever and Kiki (laughs) Vandaway. Probably, yeah. Bill Hanslick, Dan Issel. I don't know if Dan Issel still. They finally won a championship after all these years, waiting, 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 and they finally have won it. I mean, it'll be the same thing if the LA Clippers ever win a championship. Same type of thing. You know, got a chance to bring back all of them. I mean, it's good for the league. When you have a championship won by a team, the Bucks winning was good for the league. Denver winning is good for the league. Parity is good. The NFL has proven it. It's it's good. When you spread it, when you spread it around, keep everybody involved, keep everybody interested. First question for the chat today, because you guys have been here and you keep watching and staying, Thank and we you. love it. Absolutely love it. When you think of the Denver Nuggets, like the history, who's the one guy you think of? I don't think it's Carmelo. Not wasn't for me. There, he wasn't there long enough or didn't create that identity there. But like you think about the Denver Nuggets, and there's different eras. So, um, oh, Dikembe, Kiki Vandeway, Alex English, good one. Um, that's awesome. There's, there's, uh, 
There's some people putting some good names in there. I hope they're all there. The first one is there's just something different. Everybody, I say it all the time. Everybody remembers their first. And then for me, I don't, I don't know. I, it's I it's, it's not a player. It's George Carl. Oh, really? Like when I think of the Nuggets, I think yeah. of George Carl. Okay. Like they never, because like they didn't have like the Malone and Stockton type for the Utah Jazz. They didn't have them. Right. Like they, like they haven't had the all time like Hall of Fame tandem or, you know, how come this tandem never won a championship or this player never won a championship? Denver never really had that. Never had a top five player in the league, at least to my memory. But the coach, George Carl, was tremendous. I was I was always drawn to the Nuggets watching highlights as a kid because of the uniforms. This 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 logo. That's why I hated it. It looked like I, the 70s. That well, so that's it. the guy yeah. I thought of him, Roger, one of the senior members of the crew that watches the show every day. And we appreciate you, Roger. Just came in and he said what I was thinking. Um, David Thompson. They called wow. him the Skywalker. He's yep. the first guy to do those like crazy dunks, dunks and literally yeah. fly through the air. That's the one I think of. What I, year did I, the Nuggets join the NBA? Well, they were ABA teams. Yes. So it was mid, mid to late. They were 70s, good in the right? ABA. They were good in the ABA. Very good. That's where that logo comes from. That logo comes from the ABA. <laughs> it's an yeah, ABA I, 70s logo. I'm dying to find a uh, warm up from oh, this era. That would be, I mean, it's iconic. It is. It's never it, st- I have a Denver jersey. That looks I'm like something out of a they Will win, Ferrell I'll wear it tomorrow, maybe. I don't know, but I have I have the Denver jersey. I'll probably wear it tonight on the on the uh-huh. show on Sports Grid. But there you go. Um this is this is a wrap. Yep. I would agree. This is this this is this is donezo. All right. Let's talk a little Big Ten football. Are you gonna play with your toy here? You yeah, because the Big Ten conference has released their schedule for 24 and 25 because they're adding UCLA and USC. I, 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 I don't know how so the clean schedule this is, is going to be the, the conference opponents, not the schedule, but the conference opponents, oh, okay, okay. who they're going to, who are they going to wind up playing? Okay. Wait, so Penn state is there's, they don't play USC or UCLA. No. Well, that's crap. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I wanted to go to the game. Yeah. So here are the opponents. Okay. This is super what? funny. So you, UCLA will play. This is the 24 conference oh, no, opponents. Okay. The, USC. Oh, it says USC at the bottom. So you guys are playing USC. We okay. Are Penn playing State USC. is playing USC. Yes. Yes. So what's funny is that you guys, you guys miss Michigan in 24. Which is That's good for fine. you. Done with them. That's UCLA has to play both Michigan and Ohio State in their first year of joining the conference. Welcome. Yeah. Come on in. You get to play both. You play Iowa. You play Michigan at home, at home and you play, sorry, on the road. And then you play Ohio state at home and USC, by the way, UCLA's conference schedule is brutal in their first year in the big 10. What, what do you mean? UCLA plays Ohio Iowa state and Michigan home. on the road and Iowa home Michigan on the and road? home for Iowa? Ohio, state, what is for Ohio state and USC. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, really, that's fine. Compare that to Nebraska, okay? <laughs> Nebraska doesn't play Ohio State or Minnesota or Michigan. But Iowa at home, Penn State at home, 
or sorry, on the road rather. And then at home, they're playing, they're playing Michigan state. Nebraska's schedule in 24 is a cakewalk. Matt rule should be ecstatic with that schedule in 24. Huge road games are in white. They play, yeah, they play at Iowa, at Penn State, at That's UCLA. Easy. Those are easy games. Comparatively, yes. They only have looking. four home conference games. Uh-huh. And they're, those are games I they can win. I don't think that's a cakewalk. They you lose avoid, all three of those games. You don't play. You don't have to. You don't, you don't have to. You're not playing Ohio State or Michigan. That's huge. They're you avoid them Penn both. State, UCLA, and Iowa on the road. Eh. Eh. What? You, I just. Eh, and you said. Eh, what am I? And eh? I'm just. I don't. I don't think it's that. If you avoid Michigan and Ohio State, your schedule is easy. Eh. You're avoiding. You're avoiding two guaranteed losses. Are you? Yes, it's big. <laughs> to me, that's that's large. USC's first schedule on the road, Maryland, Northwestern, Penn State, Purdue, and UCLA. Tough, but not that bad. Home games, Illinois, Iowa, Michigan, Wisconsin. USC's first schedule is much easier than UCLA's first schedule. <laughs> man, oh man, I hope, I really, really hope Penn State catches USC in November. Oh gosh, make them come into the cold. That's going to be the thing though, right? That's this is the the biggest thing about this schedule for both UCLA and USC is when do these road games get played? Because if they're playing Purdue, if USC has got to go to Indiana or to Penn state in November, good luck. (laughs) I mean, USC has gone to Notre Dame in November all the time. They have. So they got the cold gear. I don't know. I mean, and they go, they go to Washington state. And Oregon and Oregon. How about UCLA going to Michigan in November? Or UCLA going to Iowa in November? That's an L. (laughs) That's an L. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Those are losses. Those are not going to be fun. Do you mind, though, as a Big Ten Ten guy, do you mind that they are not going to have conference divisions anymore? No. I mean, kind of, yes, but kind of, no. Like... Kind of yes, but kind of no. I don't know yet. It's too. It's too much to. I mean, like the divisions are the divisions. I don't. I just want to play the teams in a. But there's no division. There's not going to be any divisions. Right. I know. So gone. They they were. And now they're gone. I'm not there's certain games that are going to be protected. You guys do not have a protected game. Is that weird? Who is Penn State's rival? I mean, they made this land grant trophy game against Michigan State. Yeah, that that's gone. The last game. Yeah, that's gone. So they kind of created. It's Ohio State. But it's not. It's, I know, but it's Ohio play. State. As How a is fan, Ohio State a rival if you don't play every year? Well, as a fan, it's Ohio State. You're always measuring against the best. But that's not a rival, though. That's not, it's not the definition of a rivalry. A rivalry is not, is not about who's the best because that can be cyclical and come, and come and go. So you're telling me the Penn State rival is whoever the best team in the conference is? That's the rival? No, it's either Penn State. It's either Ohio State or Michigan. As far as, okay. I mean, I think you would ask the fans... It's Ohio State. The conference the, doesn't agree with you, just so you know. Well, I know Ohio, because Ohio State's rival is Michigan. Correct. That so was established for a yes. hundred years. <laughs> right. So they can't, yes. you know, I was at Penn State in 93 when we joined the Big Ten. Everybody was like, why did we do this? They, they, a lot of the fans up there were like, we like playing Temple and Rutgers and Maryland and Boston mm-hmm. College every year. It was like, mm-hmm. you know, you knew the schedule and you played one or two out of conference games. The year Alabama came to Penn State it was electric. The year Miami came to Penn State, unbelievable. The year we played USC in a kickoff classic, mm-hmm. great. There was no rival 
you know, we went to the Big Ten and they were like, oh, you know, who they create? I swear they created that land grant thing just then. It's yeah, 20 years probably. old. Right. Like, and it's going to go tough. away because you aren't going to play Michigan State every year. That's I'm good with that. That's okay. you're good with that. Interesting. Yeah. I don't, I mean, it, there's no, they, they haven't been rivals long enough. I mean, the game's against Pitt. Pitt is Penn State's right. rival. Like right. That, okay, there know, we go. Well, yeah. Penn State is Pitt's rival because so Penn State the, always beats them. The so. protected games are Illinois Northwestern, Illinois Purdue, Indiana Purdue, Iowa, Minnesota, Iowa, Nebraska, Iowa, Wisconsin, Maryland, Rutgers, Michigan, Michigan State. Maryland Rutgers. Yeah, I guess so. Michigan, Ohio State, Minnesota, Wisconsin, and UCLA and USC. Those will play the other two play play opponents for each member institution will change every other two years. Every two years. But those games are on the schedule guaranteed. So Iowa has three protected games. Yeah, but the but like it's because Iowa, Wisconsin, Iowa, Nebraska, and Iowa, Minnesota used to be con- uh, divisional games. So since there's no divisions, those are trophy games. Oh, we're doing it. We're keeping it protected games for yes. these trophies. Well, you better believe it. I mean, Iowa versus. I mean, the Iowa Playing Wisconsin for the pig and for the yeah. axe and all that Floyd stuff. Floyd Rosedale with Minnesota. Like, there's a lot of history there that you really piss off the fans if you took away those games. Well, I'm glad that they took away the land grant trophy game with Penn State <laughs> and Michigan State. Then, but the hero trophy. No one's going to be upset about I know, but Iowa Nebraska is still there. The hero trophy that nobody likes. That game is still there. That's protected. Is that the game that's played the day after Thanksgiving? Yeah. Usually? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yep. a that's, that's been a game since I was a little kid. That's fifty years old at least. What right? is Iowa, Iowa, Nebraska? Yeah, no, Iowa, Nebraska is like six years old. You're talking about no? Oh no, who's Nebraska play the day after Thanksgiving? Colorado, Iowa. They, they used to play Colorado. Colorado's yeah, gone. Yeah, they always Big 12. play the day after Thanksgiving. That's Big Twelve. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. gone. Yeah, the Iowa replaced the, the Big Twelve. Colorado when they moved to the Big Ten, that game got replaced with Iowa, and they created the Hero Trophy, whatever the hell they call it now. And I think they might have changed it. I don't know. It's a bad idea. But Iowa Nebraska, they're trying hard to make that a rival because of geography. Hasn't really clicked yet. Well, is it that have to be taken in consideration as far as the geography and the miles traveled for these? Games? Sure. Yeah. This is going to be nuts. How far some of these schools are going to travel in a season, and yeah, not even is, just football, like these other said, sports. Right. Nuts. It's main the, the reason why they've done the, done this change after careful consideration. Balance of annual travel by distance, region of the conference, and time zones has been taken into account when making these schedules. Balance of historic competitiveness in recent competitive trends, including home away balance of traditionally competitive schools. Maintaining control and flexibility as the college football postseason fall format evolves with the goal to create access for programs into the expanded college football playoff. Huh. I don't know. I like divisions. I, I think there's something to winning your division. I think there's something to it. The Big Ten is basically saying we're going to guarantee our top two teams. We'd like to make it as easy as possible for Ohio State and Michigan both to make it. Yeah, this part stinks. This is what they're doing. They're, they're trying hard to fast track those two programs so they don't get left out because if they play a cupcake in the Big Ten title game and lose, then they're out. They're trying to prevent that from happening. It will be virtually impossible now 
to get them both in the Big Ten title game. Disagree with you. I think it's way more likely that they, that they both get in. And you have the top two teams. I think Ohio State, Michigan is going to happen two times a year a lot in the regular season and in the Big Ten title game. And they could split one and one and they both make the playoffs. Well, you got to change the tiebreaker rules in, right? What time? You're going to have to change the rules because it was the it was always the division. And then right. oh, it's the all tiebreaker was within the division. Now there's no division. So what's Correct. the tiebreaker going to be? Head Teams to are going to end with the same record in a conference play. One loss, one loss. Who gets to go? Fair. Yep. Possible. Very, very possible. The other one is that you guys, from a Penn State perspective, um, under the new Flex Protect Plus scheduling model, Wait, 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 wait. What did you call it? They're calling it the Flex Protect Scheduling Model for 24 and 25. The two play opponents, two play opponents that will be played both home and away in 24 and 25, including protecting games that will be played annually beyond the 25 season. That's Michigan State, Rutgers, and USC. You guys will play those teams every year. Michigan State? Rutgers, so I guess the, I guess the I guess the Michigan State game is I guess they are keeping you they are going to keep that just not next year. Okay. Rutgers and USC. Well, so but you guys I mean USC goes there 2025 USC is a home game. Comes back and forth, right? State. You you go back and forth with them. 100% I will be there. <laughs> for, 100%. for Oh yeah, Penn State USC be a big game. 100% be, be a big game. That's so we, we, we go from that into the Omaha steak searing hot take <laughs> of the day. <laughs> this is phenomenal. I love this story. <laughs> the Ohio state. Oh boy. Athletic director has decided that it would be a good idea to say on a podcast that losing to Michigan and losing national title hopes that it's just one game. <laughs> it's just it's just one game. He's not lying. What do you mean he's not that he is lying? It's just one game. He's right. Baloney. No, he's not. He's wrong. What? It is not it is not just one game to those people. Absolutely not. It's like saying it's Alabama Auburn just one game. No, it is not one game. This is trying to downplay the loss to Michigan because Michigan is on the rise and there's a good shot Ohio State loses again to Michigan this year. I think Michigan I think Michigan's going to win it all. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I think this is June 12th. Would you relax, please? Just, I think this is Michigan's year. I really do. The pre-work I've done so they're far. They're going to lose at Penn State. They're not going to lose at Penn State. They're going to be they're, dogs. They're going to lose at Penn State. They are not going to be dogs. What? They're they're not going to be underdogs at Penn State. They're not oh. going to be. No. Uh-uh. No. Oy. You guys are going to be home dogs to Michigan when they come into town. Really? Yeah. That running attack is going to be brutal. Oh. Brutal. Oh gosh. Michigan State's gonna run the ball on everybody. Everybody. McCarthy's gonna, I mean, they they I mean having McNamara no longer being there is now it's McCarthy's team. He's clean. This is Khaki's season. Khaki's season. Really? Yeah, I do. I, I really I, I like it. I like their chances a ton with this. This is not just one game. It's a laughable statement. This is a this is a comment that you Gene Smith making this comment. You normally don't hear the athletic director of, of Ohio State make this type of comment. It's an acknowledgement as to where his program is right now. Mm. Ryan Day's phenomenal. Ohio State's great, but they've got a lot of question marks, much like Alabama. 
I mean, look at Alabama's quarterback situation right now. You lost a top five pick at the quarterback spot. You don't just replace that in college football. I don't care how many transfer rules you got playing and you know in a play here. Got a mm. tough, tough gig to figure out who's going to be the guy for both Alabama and Ohio State. Michigan's oh. got the more proven quarterback between the three teams. Well, they got it up. It's November 11th at Penn State, but there's mm-hmm. no line. Okay. At least at Fandle. That's what I'm looking at right now. Let's see. If Minus three Michigan. That's what you make it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. Good shot. Michigan runs the table. Really? Yeah. I like I like the Wolverines a lot coming in here. So, to, so for the, them to say just one game, there's Ohio State fans that would rather lose every game they play and beat Michigan, and they'd be happy about it. They would not be happy. Those Ohio State fans are not. They would not be happy with that. Losing to the team up north is a tough, tough pill to swallow. <sighs> I don't know. I'm surprised you feel that strongly about a team this early. Oh, for a championship, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, but I think I think this is an indication of how of how Ohio State feels about Michigan too. Athletic director is calling the Michigan, Michigan state game is just one game. The, the legacy of Ohio state coaches that wouldn't say the word Michigan that hate them. It's way beyond one game. Is it me or did FanDuel turn off all the futures as we're talking about? All <laughs> the stuff? Everything's off. Everything's locked. There's nothing available right now. All of the futures, everything is off. Wow. Coincidence? No. I don't yeah, know. But yes. Come on. But yes. Coincidence? No, but yes. Michigan's nine to one to win it all. Austin Nackbar just threw in there. Ohio State six to one. Mm-hmm. Who's more likely to run a table, Ohio State or Michigan? Michigan, because they're going to beat Ohio State again. Wow. Third straight year. Really pissed off the Buckeye fans. <laughs> Really visible. The game's in Michigan this year again. Right? Uh-huh. It is. Yep. Is wow. All right. Well, we'll be uh, we'll be we'll be talking about that as uh, as these other seasons end, and we're looking forward to college. So I guess I can't wait. College. I can't. This is going to be an awesome college football season. It is going to be wide fun. open. I mean, look at Penn State beats Michigan. Penn State runs the table. Penn State's going to be right in the conversation. There's no debating it. This is Franklin's year for you guys. Oh, one you of can the places run, offshore has Michigan minus three. Okay. Look at that. Learning from you. It's good. Making lines. That's good. But I think there's going to be a lot of movement. I think there's going to be a lot of conversation. I mean, I can't wait to see what the running game for Penn State looks like. I'm talking about Michigan's running game. Penn State's running game's got a, got the potential to be top five in the country too. Correct. Run the ball on everybody. Yeah, it's going to be um, trying to temper my expectations. For you got to win ten games. I mean, this is a ten win season. You have to, you you have a roster yeah. of talent that win that should win ten games. Yeah. yeah. And then it's, it's a coin flip for the other stuff. You you don't play Ohio State, right? You miss Ohio State, just Michigan, right? No, 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 no. Playing both. Oh no. Playing both at Ohio State. Seven and zero going to the Ohio State game. Oh, so you're going ten and two? Okay. Then home against Michigan in November. 
Yeah, ten and two. Okay. Can't win either one. Sorry. Whatever. <laughs> Sorry. Not gonna. But I mean, who wins the SEC? I mean, what's Georgia going to look like next year? What's Alabama going to look like next year? I mean, LSU's got a chance to do some big things. Uh, Tennessee can Tennessee follow up what they did, what they just did in their season. Yeah. I, this college football, I, I mean, this is, I'm, I'm as excited for this college football season as I've been for a really long time because of the parody. It's just so flipping wide open. Can't wait. Changes things around, obviously, with the playoffs. And now we'll see, you know, are we going to. Nothing, nothing gets the chat going and the people's juices going in the discussion than college football. Of course. Nothing. It's fun, man. Like, of course, just watching a chat. Look where, flow, look where they got are. Stuff. I've worked there. Look where they live. They live in college football hotbeds. Most of them. Our chat is not a bunch of city guys. Our chat is a bunch of guys who live in mid-sized markets, mostly around the country with college football being a big part of their daily life. Right. Even in June. Right. Daily life. And that's why Gene Smith calling the Michigan game just one game is ridiculous. <laughs> It's, it's an absolute ridiculous, ridiculous take. It's, it's, one game. it's not one game. It's not one game. It's not That's just one. another. It's not Indiana. Okay. It's not just a game on the schedule. Wow. Penn State's plus 10 at Ohio State for that game. Oh, yeah, yeah. That won't be the, that will not be the line when they play. Think it'll be less? I might bet that now. I can get double digits on Penn State at Michigan. They never win that game. They don't need, I don't need them to win the game. Lose by a touchdown. Penn State's getting blown out. They're going to lose by two scores. Man, I don't want to talk about all this stuff right now. Oh, I love to. I I work too much in Omaha. I work work too much in Virginia, Alabama, Omaha, and and Des Moines. I work too much in the Midwest. We're June. This is what we did. (laughs) (laughs) This is is the June conversation. I am very at home talking college football in June. Very comfortable with it. It's what I did for years. (laughs) You guys didn't talk about baseball down there. Do you really no want to talk about today's man. baseball slate? Like seriously, like you want to talk about this? This slate I can't today? wait to watch Phillies and Diamondbacks tonight. I okay. almost got in a car after the show and go go down. I put it out there to oh. Kylie. I said, "If you drive, I'll go with you. We'll go watch the Diamondbacks and Phillies. Say hi to Bryson. Sit next to him. I mean, it, you know, we'll sit, go to the ballpark like we did and have lunch up there and oh, watch wow. the game. You know, might not be a bad move. Yeah." I don't want to. I mean, I'm not gonna. I don't want to watch a basketball it, game. It, really? Oh gosh, I'm watching. I'm watching. I want to watch a fourth quarter. Hopefully, in I'm Denver watching basketball Lincoln. almost exclusively tonight. I'm not touching. Are baseball you tonight. really? Oh gosh, give me. No, I like baseball. I don't. I don't like it over the other sports. No, it's a solid. We got, oh, oh. We, we got Angels and Rangers tonight. Yeah, it's the only bet I've made, other than the A's fade. That you played that game? Yep. I hope you play Texas. Yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> Minnesota's playing Seattle late night. Oh, there's a fun game. Twins and Mariners. Sign me up. Yikes. No, thank you. It's a good betting opportunity. <laughs> Before we let go of sports, good Omaha Steaks, guys, right now, you're doing a phenomenal job <laughs> of going to omahasteaks.com. BVB in the search bar up above. Okay. When you go to the main site for omahasteaks.com, top right-hand corner, search bar, BVB, bam, unlocks the Father's Day grill package that gets 60% off the listed price. Plus they're going to give you eight Omaha steak burgers for free. 
simply by entering in that code. When you do it, please do BVB in the search bar, put it in. $99.99. It is a unbelievable value. Steaks, fillets, pork. It's unbelievable amount of food you're going to get here for $100 for yourself, your dad, your grandfather, uncle, whomever this Father's Day. Take advantage of the dad's favorite grill package. Less than 100 bucks plus eight Omaha Steak Burgers. Promo code BVB in the search bar at omahasteaks.com. Sports great. Thank you for being here. We appreciate you. We appreciate all you guys who watch every single night on Sports Grid. You guys at Boston versus the book on Twitter. Always let us know. DM us, send us a message, do whatever you want for you guys who are live on YouTube and live on Twitter. Oh, wait, forgot to do this. I get that in on Sports Grid. Sorry for you who are on live on YouTube and Twitter. That's fine. I bonus time. Just want to make note we're in bonus time now, so yeah. we can say I just I don't know if we said it quick enough, but buy the meat. Mm. Everybody says buy the meat. Please. Um Chef Benny's buying it for his dad, and someone else is buying it for their uncle. You don't have to buy it for yourself. It's a it's a one of our brigade members deal. are buying it for all their customers as a as a Father's Day gift. Thank you. What a great idea. Yep. Use the BVB code and get the money off. And then uh, it works. Omaha Steaks will maybe uh, look forward to doing something for football season. Mm. We'll see. Good we stuff. Things happen. Uh, one quick story before we get to better to book it. Yep. New York hit 1 billion in tax revenue. Saw that. 1 billion in tax in revenue. tax revenue? Yep. Yeah. Second to 2 billion in operator revenue. Yeah. 51% tax rate is working. <laughs> I'm <gonna laughs> get, getting a lot it's of working money. for everybody, but the operator. Correct. The operator making no money there, but you have to be there. Do you not? Um, I mean, I the operators know. in May though, Dave, they had 11.2% hold. You sure they're not making any money there? In New York? In New York. <laughs> That's insane. An 11.2% hold. Yeah, that goes up after. Um, $1.36 wagered in the month of May. Still got to get uh, gotta get a couple guys to break down that promotional money versus real money. That's the third highest mobile era hold of all time. First in double digits since last September, where New York held 11.4%. You think people bet the Knicks there? I don't know, but they killed the public. <laughs> they killed the public in May. 11.2% hold is yikes. I mean, the hockey didn't do anybody any favors. The Rangers and the Devils, all they, they both lost. All these people had visions of grandeur. The Yankees stink. Mm -hmm. The Mets, no good. Just trying to think if people actually bet on those teams if they bet the local teams and lose, but yeah, Jersey hockey playoffs were hard. Jersey got two billion first in operator revenue, but New York, because of the fifty-one percent tax rate, became the first to hit a billion dollars post PASPA in tax revenue. I don't know. Do do more states look at that and go, "Hey, let's bump up the tax rate." Hundred percent. You know, there's how could they not handle? They don't look at though that 
New York is the second most populous, third most populous state in the country, right? I mean, California and Texas are first and second, and then it's New York mm-hmm. with all the people. So just based on numbers, that's going to be higher. I, I mean, I don't know. Again, it's it, the, the industry is in such um, flux, movement, disarray. I don't know. I don't know what the – I mean, I don't think it means that New York does it better than mm-hmm. other places. I think um, New York bets a lot, right? That that's that that tells you there, and, and they bet bigger. Yeah, and they have more people to pull from. So, okay, but I don't know. The numbers don't they don't impress me as much as um, they do maybe some other people because there's more behind the numbers. I used to say that about the numbers here. They're going to make, they're on pace right now, Dave, to make $870 million this year in tax revenue. Well, for you guys in New York, I mean, That's hopefully you get lower property taxes or better you would hope, lower school taxes or right? something. You'd hope there's some. All this money. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's know? an influx of, I mean, that's a, not just a rainy day fund. That's insanity for, I mean, and that's not football season yet. That's just January, February of football. Super Bowl, but. Wait till you get the, the regular season with the Jets and what's going on right now with it with Aaron Rodgers and the Giants. Oh my God, we got to talk about all of that. The, the, the Giants coming out. I mean, there, it's oh. going to be a huge betting year in New York. There's a lot of people oh. who are going to be betting on the Jets and the Giants this year. Man, oh man, enjoy so, I mean, that. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of money that's going to be bet. A lot of it's gonna, what's going to happen. So that, that I mean, eight seventy might wind up being low. I mean, the books might produce a billion dollars i mean probably not but i mean they could in tax dollars to the state actual yeah. revenue <laughs> not taxable income not taxable revenue actual revenue off taxes and there's got to be some you know adjustment with budgets and whatnot so it's it, it's working for new york 51 percent at the moment Especially if they can pull 11.2% from a hold perspective on 1.36 billion being bet in the month of May. I'm not saying that's going to continue, but if you're doing right. digits from a hold percentage with that much money in play, holy crap. It's a that, lot. That's why it's worth being open in New York. Because you are making money. Right. So I mean, you, you you're making money, but it might not be what you think it is. Okay, after so expenses, okay. after taxes, and after money. everything else, mm-hmm. it's a big fish market. You cannot Absolutely. be a small fish. Uh, pretty much, this business is a, is a big fish market. Well, that's but, what we're gonna see. I mean, look at if you're in the the you know in the in the, in the hamburger business, right? And you're making burgers. There's different people that want different types of burgers, but for the most part, the fast food chains are the ones that are everywhere. They spend the most money. They market the most people, the most recognizable people go to those places because of the marketing, what they have and the prices and whatnot. Sports betting. I mean, FanDuel, it's going to be McDonald's and Burger Kings. I mean, DraftKings. It's just going to be the way that it goes. And we'll have the boutique places. You'll have the Shake Shacks and the five guys, and you'll have those places that will come in and find a foothold to be able to exist they aren't going to compete on the McDonald's and Burger King side of things, but there will be a market for them. Not in not in a state with a fifty percent tax rate. No, not in New York, but like in a state like yeah, Ohio, state like right, 
I, I think, I mean, big population center, 10% tax rate. I think that it'll exist and you'll have a chance to make some money and make some noise. But, right. you know, for the most part, you know, we're not going to have mom and pop sports books legal in a lot of these states. They're just not going to, not for a while. If you're doing it good enough, you're going to get bought up by, by, by the a big, big boy. franchises. Right. Which is, yeah. I mean, which has happened in business normally, right? Same I thing mean, in business. Yeah. Same if you're how to, cutting into their... You're making a better burger and you're causing McDonald's to have a problem. The McDonald's might come in and buy you. And then they may let you operate your brand, but you're still working for McDonald's. You, you know, you're, you're under the McDonald's umbrella. So I, I think it's all going to go the way that it's supposed to go in the way that capitalism is going to make it all play out. The rush is over. Reality is setting in. And yeah. people are going to have to make some big choices at the end of this football season. They're going to be a lot of really, you know, the points bet decisions going to be mimicked by a lot of books soon. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, and Sonic just said it best to like, it, you got to check the free bets because yeah. they're, they're getting the revenue off of that. Good for the, good for the state. If you're getting a tax revenue off the free bets. um, Wow. But, but that's on the books for doing that. I mean, it's smart for what, how New York wrote the law, right? You can't be playing with funny money. If you want to do that, you're going right. to, we, we don't care if it's real or fake. We're taxing you on the bet. Yeah. However way you want to do it, that's on you. But we're taxing it. Once the bet goes into play, we're taxing it. Right. So, I mean, some states learned a hard lesson with that. <laughs> yeah. Colorado being one of them. Yeah. Like, guys, where's the money? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Everybody's still betting on ping pong up there, though. <laughs> so. Still betting on that ping pong. It's a good market. All right. Time for better to book it. I am going to go and trail our guy, Raheem Palmer. This is oh, his bet. Really? I like this bet. Oh, okay. Okay. From the ringer. He posted this heat team total under 99 and a half tonight. Okay. This game gets away. Miami has not scored more than a hundred points in any game. They've lost the game. They won and shot 50%. They scored 111. They scored 93, 94, 95 in the other three games. Mm. I'm nervous about the total being 208, 209. The team total for them for the Denver Nuggets is 109 and a half. A little worried about that. Miami, I mean, Denver has, has only scored more, has not scored over 109 in any game in this series. I, I like the under the, the last game. I default to the under. I'd say bet this. Okay. I mean, because Denver's winning. So. Okay. Denver money line, Tennessee Vol baseball money line. Two oh. leg parlay is minus one ten. Oh. Huh. Take I out. Say, I think I'd say bet this too. You take it out. You got a chance to take I mean, out Denver there. money line is money. Mm-hmm. So we just now you've turned Tennessee into a. 110 proposition instead of a minus 200 proposition. I think that's a little bit more of a coin flip, but I'd rather bet it than book it. So we'll bet it. You get both the number two pitcher, number one, number two pitchers for Tennessee going tonight against Southern Miss. So yeah. I think Tennessee went and then one baseball play Rangers money line. I was going to play run line, but I'm not going to, I'm ice cold this week. So I'm not going to play around with it. Just going money line Rangers to win. It's only minus 150. It's not too expensive. So it's not um, last night. I think the Angels are on a streak, right? They are. Yep, they've been playing well. They lost their last game, but they're they're playing. They did better. lose yesterday. I believe so. Yeah, 
but they've been playing well. Believe so, or you know so. Let me check. I don't because if you believe so, I know. I know the Rangers lost yesterday. They lost to Tampa. Okay. Let's see. Uh, da, da, da. Yesterday we had the Angels beat the Mariners again. They won. I'll book this one. A little worried yeah. about it. I mean, I initially looked at it. I like the Angels, but or, I mean, I like the Rangers, but we'll book it. Open your right. pitchers. No, I just looked at it. I mean, it, the, the Angels have won six in a row, and you're getting them as a plus. It's like an no, they're not. They've not won six in a row. They swept the Mariners, did they not? Mm-mm. All right, now we have to look to confirm. Mm-mm. Okay. Schedule. Let's see here. Five. They, they lost Saturday. Uh huh. Okay. Told you. One. Lost six, two. lost six to two. Wow. One, two, three, four, five, six, and seven. Yeah. Yeah, Texas Five, has lost three one, and four. One. Texas has lost three and four. They're 21 and nine at home. They've got Dunning going, who's been very good at home up against yeah, Tyler good. Anderson, who's not been good on the road. ERA over five on the road. Flip it. We're, we're betting it. <laughs> I was only taking a plus with a team on a streak, but I don't want the Angels with against Dunning. No. I'm good. No, it's a good, it's, good. A big, it's a big pitching yeah. matchup advantage for the Rangers who are at home and are reeling a little bit and need to get their things together. 21 and nine. That's why I bet money on Granky is a favorite at home against he the should be. Reds. He should be. Granky's ERA at home is ridiculous. Man. He's a totally different pitcher at Coffin Stadium than he is I on know, the road. But I want the Reds with Weaver. Reds and over, baby. Oh, tomorrow's the reverse boycott game for the A's. June 13th. That's right. You want to go? Fans of Oakland have scheduled the reverse boycott game for tomorrow. They're going to pack the Coliseum. Yes. They've already raised $30,000 with plans to hand out 7,000 t-shirts in the parking lot that says sell on them. Oh. That's weird. Wow. How about that level of pettiness? I love that. Do that. Cause you can't take all those shirts off people. You can't take off 7,000 shirts. I wish it was closer. I'd go. It's far from us. That'd be fun. Yeah, it's a I tough drive. Yeah, that's a eight hours drive to drive there. It's not easy. I can't do it. Favorite thing about today is what? I mean, there were so many things I was thinking I was going to say or talk about and do, but I think it's Will's video. Mm. That, that we got a hype video for the live shows. Um, man. Yeah, we can't say thank you enough for that, man. Yeah, that was that that was fantastic. Listen, the show is 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 becoming. A, I mean, it's already become. It's just every day. It's you know growing, expanding, metamorphosizing. We're we're making connections with people. Um, and I mean, it's Monday. It was a great weekend. There were so many things that, you know, we, we shared and I mean, Lisa showed up with cups and different things, bags for each of us. She handed out cups with BBB on them. Um, you know, Tyler was just doing Tyler things and how did, is he still alive? Did he lose last night? He got knocked out of the tournament. Yeah. He had, he had King King against ace queen and lost bummer. Yeah. He was, in for that, but 
yeah, that video was awesome. And I, I don't know. I, I just, I was going through my phone and I don't have that many pictures on my phone because everybody was taking pictures with us and on mm-hmm. their phones and like, you know, Aveda posted a, a, a tweet. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Jay Dow posted a tweet. Uh, Mikey Awesome posted a tweet. It just all of us together. Mm. And if you guys that don't have Twitter, I mean, I'm not saying get it just for the show, but it's a lot of interaction on there. Yeah. Um, the BVBshow.com is the Discord. You guys are trading videos and pictures in there. Apparently, um, Tyler outed me in the Discord too. I want to thank him for that. <laughs> Yesterday, because <laughs> he was on a break, and poker breaks are strict twenty There's minutes. And no ish time in poker. No ish time in poker breaks. Yeah, that's very hard for Dave. Yeah, listen, I was running. I was trying to get there. That was, it's in the back of the Paris, like in the convention oh, area. Wow! And it's a gigantic I, convention room. It sounds like a bu- a bee buzzing with the chips. Nice. They're juggling the chips. Yeah, give me a headache after fifteen minutes. I was like Tyler. I don't know. I don't even know how you sit here without headphones. That's what, yeah, that's what, yeah. Favorite thing about today is is by far the show, the video, and um, the weather. I I, I I can't get enough of this weather outside. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean it's. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to do with it, to be quite honest. I mean, it's it. I chose a weather anomaly for the time where I have to work out outside for 75 straight days. <laughs> like it's just like the stars aligned for when I was running this morning and I was like, this is supposed to be like brutal. It's supposed to be like 95 right now. Like 7 a.m., 8 a.m. in the summer in Vegas is normally like 90, 95, and then gets up to be about a hundred, and then it spike sometimes like 110, 115 right. in the in the afternoon. Yes. It was 65 degrees this morning when I was running. <laughs> I mean, like it was nuts. My second mile, I ran a nine minute mile, my second mile. I haven't run a nine minute mile since high school, probably. Yeah. It was, it was that perfect temperature it's... to run. It's like the perfect marathon. I remember all like the Boston Marathon people used to always say, well, 60 degrees and sunny, like it's perfect. It's what you want. A little overcast, 60 degrees, get out there and hustle. You're great. Not too cold, not too warm. Like it was perfect this morning. It's ridiculous. So I don't know. I mean, I've had a lot of things happen where the universe has just kind of clicked together and said, this is what you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> and I was supposed to have done this over the last 75 days. This is when it was supposed to happen. So a lot of things going on, a lot of cool things happening. If you guys aren't following us on Twitter, please do so at Boston versus the book. You're going to see a lot of stuff coming down the pike over the next couple of weeks at brigade proxies, our proxy service, Twitter account. You'll see that as well. With what's yeah. going on. So my favorite thing about today is just, I get to think about what Thursday and Friday and Saturday was like. So it was, it was so, so fun. much fun. I mean, it was just, it was so much fun. I, I thought the show content was good. Oh, um, was, the shows we, were great. Everything was yeah, great. I mean, we, and, and we're going to do it again. Well, I, I think my favorite thing about today is the fact that I know we're going to do it again. Like we've got multiple opportunities here to do it again soon, like in the next 90 days. You guys, really. if you're even remotely are thinking about it, the first weekend of September of the NFL is a real possibility of another. Vegas event. thing. I mean, start looking now, connect with each other on the discord or, or, or whatever. We're working on some things to try to make it happen where everybody can kind of be in the same area. That was fun. Everybody but the, was down. But the East Coast, I mean, if we do an East coast show as well, it could be a drive for a lot of people. Oh yeah. No, no, no. Not, not even talking, a flight. But, 
but but a lot of people are talking about the FOMO thing. Yeah, of course. Out in Vegas, I mean, we might I, do something in Vegas. Bonvi just came yeah. in the chat and said he's coming that weekend. Rainmaker Lou and the Bread coming. Yep, are coming. Yeah, the first weekend. Like it's going to be crazy, but like they're coming. I think those bread guys are coming Tuesday of that week and they're going to do yeah, the whole week Thursday night football. The first game of the NFL season is Thursday. Right. So yeah. we do a Thursday, Friday, Saturday event here in Vegas. Yeah. The game is on Sunday, obviously, but we do two shows, do two nights of events, Saturday and Sunday, kind of you're on your own, but right. the brigade will do what the brigade did. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of really neat and cool things with that first game being on Thursday night, the first game of the season kicking off. Yeah, that's definitely a great weekend to be in Vegas. It's fun, and then I mean, if you're even on the fence about signing up for any of the contests, like we'll help you. It's a it's a it's a big investment, but it's another excuse to come out. Yeah, um, be a part and, of it. You know, you'll have action all season, and you'll have access to us. Like, I can't wait. I'm hoping that it turns into somebody on a roll, like, and can come on and wants to talk about the contest on the show. And like, I'd love nothing more to be the guy to pick them up and take a picture at the book of the big check oh. quarterly prize. Oh. Be amazing. Or the end. So much fun. Well, the end is, is so, so hard, but like, yes, that would, that's what all the proxies dream of between all of them. And, and again, that's awesome. But um, yeah. So just again, you said it at the beginning. I'll say it at the end. Our hearts are full. I mean, this is just this is this is something that you think might happen, you hope might happen. You work so hard to make it happen, and then you get Thursday and Friday, and you see it happen, and you go, "Damn, bro! <laughs> like that was pretty cool." And Lou said it best. Raymaker five one two on Twitter. You guys should follow him. We're just getting started. Oh, We're just getting started, baby. Like this is, this is going. So it's just, a, we need, it, it's the proof of concept for a lot of people who need to see it. You know, once you that's see fine. it and once you see it yeah. again, I wasn't kidding in that video that we played. It's so true. Like the, like we, you put it up, we were there up against Phoenix, Denver, Des Moines, Dallas. Okay. Those are all different markets. Yeah, They were all in the cabanas right next to us. That's right. Nobody brought anybody. They brought workers. If anybody was there, they worked for the station. They were there on a work trip. It was vacation for them to go out and do it. We actually brought people to the show. <laughs> Somebody asked me, do you think your guys um, and girls spent money, revenue? And I was like, um, do I think I know. I know for a yeah. fact because they ended up getting a cabana for the watch party. Yeah. <laughs> and that alone pretty much covered whatever needed to be covered. And then, yeah. oh, by the way, the drinks. And then, oh, by the way, the food, the money through the window. And then, oh, by the way, all the gambling and the blackjack and everything else. I know for a fact. So whoever, you know, yeah, was you wanna... curious about that, <laughs> over. Whatever yeah, over. Was. Whatever number you think we regenerated. It's over. over. Yeah, it's over. Without over. I mean, a question in terms of what was put in, what, what did our people do? They weren't there on, you know, for free. We had one guy who came in who ended up and he was the guy that came ahead and had the idea to get the cabana. <laughs> so <laughs> he rounded everybody up and got the cabana done. It was phenomenal. So, so good. 
Thank you, everybody. We're back tomorrow for a Tuesday. Hit the like button. Hit the little bell notification button. So you know when we go live on YouTube tomorrow for a Tuesday's beep, beep, beep.